Welcome to this week's episode of Eye of the Swarm, Season 5, Episode 10. Your deep dive into anything and everything related to Yellow Jacket Athletics. He's the Big Sound Matt Johnson. I am John Garver. And, you know, probably our last episode before the break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, finals is coming up. So mm-hmm. uh, the teams are going to be wrapping up. Those who have not already done so uh, will be wrapping up their first half of the winter seasons this coming weekend. Um, and then after that, everybody gets about a 20-day break. Well, 15, not 20. Everybody. Not everybody. Hockey has a 20-day break but because uh, they're already done. Men's hockey I'm right. talking about. Uh, everybody else gets about a two-week break, I think. And so depending on what team you are, it's mm-hmm. 14 to 20 days, somewhere in there. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's weird how fast it goes. I mean, men's hockey is already more than halfway through their season. Women's hockey is coming right up on their halfway point. Um, and men's and women's basketball, they play most of their games second half. But, right. You know, it's still kind of that you know line of demarcation when you get into the finals, into the you know, the winter season. Even though it doesn't look a whole lot like winter outside right now, right? Um, but yeah, that's where the teams are at, and uh, you know, there there are games still to be played, but not many coming up, and uh, everybody will be done by the end of this week for the first half. So, and I, I said it in the open of our broadcast on uh, on Saturday that it's the Division Three schedule is the weirdest thing, yeah, because. Yeah. You're off for eight months, yep. nine months, you know, and then that, that month and a half lead up into your season, teams are practicing like crazy and they're getting into all of this. And then you start, mm-hmm. and five weeks later, mm-hmm. you're halfway through your season. It's yeah. unbelievable yeah. how long you have to wait, and then once you get there, how quickly it goes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it flies right along. Um, and, you know, some seasons are more fast-paced than others, I guess, in terms of getting games in. Right. Um, you know, because there are, for some sports, there are lighter weeks and then there are heavier weeks. Um, for sports like hockey, the, the only time you really get a big break is... Now. Yeah, during the winter break. Mm-hmm. And so you get that, you know, two to three weeks off in between and then everybody, you know, gears up because the second half, then it really hits pretty heavy. Yeah. And, and it, everybody gets pretty heavy after that. Fast. Yeah, and, and some of it, and from... From my perspective, also is how many home games you have. Right. Um, men's and women's basketball have had a bunch of them in the non-conference. Uh, men's hockey has been kind of split up, but they've had quite a few home games. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's hockey has also been split up a little bit. So we've been treated a little bit just because we've had our teams in town more often. Uh, a lot of times that doesn't happen with either men's or women's basketball. A lot of times they have early season tournaments where they're away, or they're playing non-conference single games where they are away. Right. Uh, this year just so happened to work out that we had a lot of everything home. was at home. Yeah, it just worked out that way. So. Um, it, it doesn't bother me. I know it doesn't bother you in terms of our broadcast schedules, but nope. um, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it just worked out that way this year. And a lot of times we don't get our, the bulk of our broadcast schedule for the winter, you and me until the second right. half. Right. So, um, you know, it just so happened that we're both getting in a lot of games right now, mm-hmm. which is fine. More, by me. Yeah. Fine by me. I, I like being on the air. So a hundred percent, but yeah. I, I, I don't mind having a break right now. No, no. I, I mean, I, there I, are I times, really yeah, I mean, during the holidays, it gets it gets tough. We get also, for, for everyone watching, we do get a pretty sizable break in between the end of winter and the start of yeah. spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that that varies depending upon, frankly, factors that are out of our control. Yep. Um, but uh, you usually get about two or three weeks in there, too, which is comes at a good time, too, because you and I are both pretty tired after winter because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on for us in the months of January, February, and March. Right. Um, but once, that, once we get through with that and then we – transition over to spring we usually get about a two or three week break too so that's you know sometimes longer um, which we don't want <laughs> but <Right>. that's right <laughs> when the, when we get into a month out on that then we know there's a problem do you find too that when you get this this break like i typically will feel it here and then definitely in the spring you get sick 
Yeah, I think it. It's like the body knows. You're really, okay, yeah. I can, I can come down from this for a little bit, for a little while here. I was just so. to get, you know, right around finals and stuff. I always used to get, um, you know, a bit of a sniffle. That was usually kind of what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year I got one. Um, you know, and living in the post-COVID world or the or the current COVID world, you're never quite sure what you what you have. Yep. Um, but for years and years, yeah. I mean, after finals, I used to get a little sniffle or two. I think it's just because you're so keyed up. You yeah, don't even you know exactly what it is. Yeah, and then when you come down from that, mm-hmm. you know, your immune system, it taxes your immune system, yep. and your immune system isn't as efficient. That's just a fact. Right. It's a medical fact that's been documented. When you're under stress, your immune system doesn't function as well. Um, so when you do come down from something and you're exposed to something, you're more likely to get it, especially if you're not getting enough sleep, but if you're working too many hours. And, and that happens to you and I. Yeah, that happens yeah. to us. Yeah, so – um, yeah, every, you anybody know. who was around me last weekend knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you've got the added uh, difficulty of having a little guy who tends to bring home germs with him from his classmates. Well, that's what little kids yeah. do. Yeah, exactly, they exactly. Come from school or daycare, and they have every germ known to man. Yep, they can be on the germy side. Yep, and uh, they bring things home with them, mm-hmm. and then it usually makes its rounds, and before it leaves, you know, the household it moves on to another household. Yep. So um, you have that added complication as well. So I, I feel for you in that regard because I know you catch a lot of stuff from you do Teddy or but, or Allison, you know, but you figure it out. Yeah, you fight right, through it. I mean. That's just part of being a, a father, right? <laughs> you know, so right. Um, I don't have that problem. Although when I'm in the when I'm working with Keyzone with the YMCA during the summer, I get exposed to a lot. Yeah, because then I'm around the little kids all day long. Right. And so if if one of them gets something, then it makes the rounds, and pretty soon everybody's got it, including the staff. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but for the most part, um, and every once in a while I'll catch something at the, the liquor store too, just because the amount of people come in and out. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about last week. Let's talk about last week. Let's talk about last uh, week. On that happy note. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? I don't know. Where do you think? Should we say start on the high note or or the lower note? Start on the high note. Okay. Start on the high note. Uh, teams that are playing really really well right now include women's basketball and men's hockey. Also, the two teams I think they're track playing and field. Track and field also, although they just started, so it's hard. To yeah, get. they've only had one event. Yeah, so but it, it they was did good. well. It was very good. Yeah, they did yep. well. They did very, very um, well. But I wouldn't say they're playing well because they've had one event. Right. So, um, but men's hockey and women's basketball, I think, are playing really well right now. Um, I was really, really happy with what I saw in the game against Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, that Morris team, they are huge. Well, and that's kind of where <laughs> like I, we, we talked about it when right, we were yeah. here last week, saying yeah. – they're always the big team. But they're even bigger than they have been. And I was not expecting them to be as the big yeah, as they were. And that's why I think the result was a bit surprising to me because, yeah, they granted, we are bigger big. than we've been, but we're still not big. No, we're not big. Um, you know, Charlotte had an okay game, um, but we'll get into that in a minute here. But, yeah, just for warm-ups, when Morris came out of the locker room, I looked at him and I thought, where is Tim finding these girls? <laughs> I, they were huge. You know, and Andrew, who is directing this for us, thank you, Andrew, he can tell you, they were huge. Mm-hmm. They came out of that locker room, I mean, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, across the board, 6'1". Six six, and I was like, Tim, where are you finding these girls? Um, uh, the one thing that they don't have is a lot of speed. Mm. And our speed really, really gave, gave, them, them, fits. gave them fits. Yep. Um, once we figured out their, their press, we broke their press really, really well. Mm-hmm. They run full court press. Uh, they also play a lot of zone, which is interesting. They play a lot of 2-3 zone. And, um, you know, we were able to move the ball around. Uh, some of the press break stuff and some of the zone offense was textbook. And so they played really, really well. At least Bestin had a game. She went off. 
Um, you know, we talked about Javon Walker earlier. 19 in the points in the 19 first points. half. Yeah, she made five threes. I had people texting me at halftime going, what's the school record for points? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she had 19 at halftime. She ended right. up with 24. Yeah. But uh, Elise hit a bunch of threes. Um, but other people also made some some threes as mm-hmm. well in there, you know. And it, once they got rolling, it was pretty good. I was a little worried because in the first about three minutes, it was 5 nothing more. So yep. I thought, okay, they're just too big for us. Possibly. Right. And then, like, flipped a switch and just took over the game from there. Yep. And the game is over at halftime. Right. You know, essentially. Um, you know, I ended up 22-10 in the first, then the second. Well, it was, what, 37-19 at halftime? Yeah, 37-19. I mean, Morris had as many points as at least did. did. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I was shocked. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. I thought it was going to be a, a tight game. Usually games with Morris, when we play them, are tough and mm-hmm. tight. Uh, but, yeah, this was, this was straight up. Uh, a really dominating and, and, and impressive performance. Help side defense was really good. Uh, forced Morris to try some really low percentage lobs where they went high low. They went high low a lot, and we were well drilled on that. We got a lot of steals out of that. Um, and defensively, we just gave them all kinds of fits, mm-hmm. um, especially down low. Uh, and Emily Daler put on a really good game too. Mm-hmm. She had a really good game. She was she only had I think eight points, but she had like eleven rebounds. Yeah, she bled in rebounds. And she had you know four or five offensive rebounds where she just got inside and was not scared at all of their height. She just went in there, went at him, grabbed the ball, and went up and scored it. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple times, a couple putbacks in that uh, eight points, and she was really really good. So our post play was really good. You know, Charlotte had I think it was fourteen, and I think maybe eleven. She ended up. Getting whistled for a flagrant two at the end of the game, which it was, I had a hard time with it just because she was literally just trying to clear space. But they gave her flagrant two. She ended up getting ejected, and she was upset about it afterward. And I can see why. Um, You know, she just certainly did not mean to clear out that girl. She got her, you know, pretty pretty strongly, you know, with the elbow. But overall, I mean, that was about the only downside. And you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty complete game. It was the best game I've seen them play this year, sure. so for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. So that was impressive. Now we'll turn to men's hockey, uh, seven and six now, finally mm-hmm. over the five hundred mark. Yeah, inconceivable a month ago. You yeah, know, when they start zero and four and one and five and lose again, so yeah, one win in your first six for them to be over five hundred right yeah. now, I think, probably opens some eyes. Yeah, yeah, and they they've been playing pretty well. I knew mm-hmm. they they were kind of hanging on for dear life a little bit against Northland at the end there. Yeah, they. They didn't play great, you know. I, and I think if you walk into that room and ask every single guy in there, you know, how did you play? It it, it wasn't a great game. No, it wasn't a great no. game. It wasn't. It was a by no means a fun game to watch. Yeah, you know, it was just it was kind of a slog. Yeah, that's kind of, and you have those mm-hmm. you have games where slogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I ended up three one. Yellow Jackets won it. CJ Walker sealed it with an empty netter. But yep. yeah, it was a little bit hairy there going into that third period and got a little hairy at the end, but a little bit. Found a way to get the they job. They got it done. done. Yeah. You know, and you go back to last year when they, they played that team too in that the third meeting, you know, it was a two to one game. Yep. You know, over in uh, in Ashland. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it yep. ended up the way it did. Yeah. Yep. So they're now seven and six and five and two, which puts them in second place in the WIAC behind yep. Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think one game or what three points I guess ahead of Eau Claire is that right yeah okay so one point back of Stevens Point and yep and three, three, up, on Eau three up on Eau Claire who's in third so yep. good first half for the Yellow Jackets we'll see if they can build on in the second half mm-hmm. um turning the men's basketball women's hockey those are the teams are struggling right now yeah they're fighting uh, a little bit yeah uh men's basketball right now is they're struggling yeah they're, they're, they're not playing very yeah they've lost three or four um they're not playing real well right now I'll be perfectly honest um you know they're going through some Stretches of play that are very uneven. They're turning the ball over at bad times. They're not getting stops defensively at times uh, when they really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shooting 
is a problem right now. Right. Uh, especially from long range. I mean, they went, I think it was a combined four for 27, uh, usually four for 31 and four for 32 from three this week, this weekend. And those two losses against crown and Morris well, there one for 14. Yeah. One for 14. That was a half court shot. And then against Morris the next thing, three out of 16. I mean, they're just not knocking down outside jump shots, which is a problem for this team. Right. Um, and they're doing some little things that they're just that, that they weren't doing in the first five games um, that are right now have to be uh, evened out. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to have a successful part of the season, because now they're coming into a really tough stretch here. Yeah, got to Claire tonight. Um, you know, which will be again they'll be on the radio with yours truly here uh, as we can record this on a Wednesday, um, and then uh, they have you know the the trip down to De Pere for St. Norbert's tournament. That's not going to be easy. That's not going to be easy. Where you're playing There's good teams in there. Yeah, you're playing Dubuque and you're playing St. Norbert yep. on their home court, and then you got to come back, and then you know you you open up conference play the second half with Northland, which hopefully they'll be ready for. But yeah, I mean they they need to sharpen some things up pretty quick here, yep. because otherwise you could get away from them a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the women's hockey side, uh, we're playing well, and then they had a bit of a break, and now it's been a little bit of a slog here. The last three games, last three in a row, mm-hmm. got swept by St. Olaf in non-conference action two weeks ago, and then or. This last weekend. This last weekend. And then got beat by St. Scholastica yesterday in game two of the bridge battle. Um, you know, it looks like they're giving up a few goals now. And well, they're, they're, yeah. yeah, they're, they're giving up some goals. But <clears throat> I think part of that too is they're, they're taking a lot of penalties. Yeah. yeah. You know, you look back. And that at, has been an issue. You in look the past. back at the box scores. <clears throat> they're taking a lot of penalties. They're giving up power play goals in there. Yeah. Yeah, St. Scholastica scored two power play goals last night. Yeah. On Saturday when St. Olaf was here, they gave up three power play goals in that one. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they're giving up goals, but it's, yeah got a direct correlation to discipline and staying out of the penalty box. Yeah, you're absolutely out of the box, and that's something I know that Daniel's been trying to preach to him. Uh, it's been a problem at times in the past, mm-hmm. staying out of the box. Um, and, uh, you know, you gave up five goals on Friday against St. Olaf. You gave up four more on Saturday, and you gave up five to St. Scholastica last night. So Saturday was a heartbreaker, too, because they're up 3-1. That's what I heard, yeah. Going into the third period. Gave up two, yep, right away. one early, and then... Give up one about halfway through, and then, and then Uncle Mo goes the other direction, and then you, yep. you know, and then you got, give up the power play goal late. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they got some work to do too. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually closed up the first half this weekend. Yeah. So guess Concordia Moorhead. It's another non-conference series, but yep. um, yeah. Hopefully they'll be able to at least win one of those. Maybe win. Yeah, I, I think just to just just for you know, by hook or by crook to get a, a win. Yeah, is is what that team. Yeah, needs. exactly. And then we turn to men's in men's and women's. Excuse me. Indoor track and field. And, uh, defending the title conference, defense begins. Yeah, the defending conference champions, both of them. Uh, the men picked right up where they left off, looks yep. like. Uh, they won four events at the uh, CSS. It's the They call it the early bird or the opener. Used to be the opener. Now it's the, now early, it's bird. the early bird. Yep. Um, but uh, four titles yeah. in there for the L Jacket men and a bunch, and I mean a bunch of PRs. I'm not quite sure how there was. Yeah, the, the men, I believe, had 33. Okay. I remember at 33 PRs. And uh, 20 top tens, four first place. Uh, Ethan Westmeyer breaks school record, his yep. own school record in the yep. 200. In the 200 meters. Shaving almost a quarter second off, which is a lot. Yep. Um, and I think he's second in the region right now. Yep. Or 11th in the region, second in the region. Something like that. Yeah, it's second in the region and 11th I think he's in the 11th, I think he's 11th in the region. Okay, 11th in the region. Um, Maybe if I remember I that right, then I apologize if it's he was, if I have Yeah, that he, wrong. he was second in the race. Excuse yeah, me, let me get he, that right. Yep. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and then on the women's side, there were 24 PRs, I think. Something like that, yeah. Again, apologies for not having my numbers straight. Right. And then I think they had 14 top 10s. Yeah. So yeah, So everybody's they're moving right along. Yeah, and, it, you know, you got young teams there. Yep. A lot of youth in there getting their first taste of And the men and women of, of collegiate play. Swept the conference, so, uh, you know, track awards for the week. Yep. So 
both the track and the field athletes of the week were swept by EWS on the men's side. That was uh, Wes Mayer mm-hmm. and uh, Nate Oman. And yep. then on the women's side, it was Emma Johnson, who's a freshman, who, by the way, set this freshman record in the weight throw, I think it was. Yep, it was the weight throw. Yeah, and then uh, – She's another one that didn't – is in the top 15 in the yep. region, I believe, so. And then, stop me if you've heard this before, Hallie Barker won uh, oh. the uh, – How about that? Yeah, how about that? Never heard that before. No, that's only what, between cross country and now that's what four, four or five now, four or five now for Hallie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things are moving right along. Glenn Drexler's got two good squads again, so we'll see uh, where they're at. I mean, the and they're man. off for a month now. Yeah, they're you not. Know, that's the weird thing about yeah. it is they they have that first event in December, then they're off till late January. Yeah, January twentieth, and then they'll be back here. They're they should here. be in at uh, Lady Ethereum Fieldhouse for mm-hmm. uh, hosting the Twin Ports Open, which they host every year. Right, um, and so yeah, they've got a, w- a full month off now, mm-hmm. plus actually. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, – it looks like he's got two really good squads, and if they stay healthy, especially on the men's side, I mean, they're pretty much stacked. Yeah. Yeah, they're stacked. I mean, they brought back basically everybody from that team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's – it's yeah, they're, the men are definitely going to be the favorite to win the conference again, uh, and the women will be right there, I think, at the end too because they brought back a lot as well. So Right. That was the week that was. The week that was. Um, anything you want to add to that? No. Okay. You yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. Went, went right through it. Yep, so, you got her. Yep. So – that's uh, that was the week that was, and uh, one more week to go, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll get a few good results before the before the winter break hits. Mm-hmm. So, and with that, we will take a break. And when we come back, we are going to sit down with Craig Morrissey, who, if you watched any of those events that uh, Matt was talking about here, probably was behind the camera yep. or producing or troubleshooting or setting up some kind of equipment or whatever it may be. We're going to chit chat with him a little bit about the iFan Sports Network, its origins, how far it's come, where it might be going. So it should be, uh, for me anyway, kind of an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've known Craig for a long time. Right. I've, worked, I've worked with him for a long time, so I, I know a little bit more, but yeah. Yep. So we'll have that conversation when we come back. You are listening and watching Eye of the Swarm. Find your passion. Find your people. Find your purpose. Find your superior. We're back for the roundtable segment of this week's Eye of the Swarm, and we are very happy to be joined by Craig Morrissey from the iFan Sports Network. And we said it as we were leaving the last segment, we'll say it again. Pretty much over the last 15 years, 20 years, if you have watched a Yellow Jacket game online, no matter the sport, right? chances are either the person commentating or and or doing the camera and or producing and or updating the scoreboard and or et cetera is this guy right here, Craig Morrissey. So thanks for, for coming by today. We appreciate it. You're breaking my hidden secret. Well, you're not hidden anymore, <laughs> man. You're out there. Yeah, because, now you're out there. Because now, now they can see you and know who yes, you are. Yes, now that we're on video, <laughs> yeah. the viewership has skyrocketed, so everybody knows. And it, it's funny because they still come up to him and go, are you the person who does the announcing? Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, well, it's pretty much one of the three at this yeah, table. Yeah, one of the three of us. <laughs> That's and right. when we're doing it also, and like I said, it's being streamed, and you hear John or me. He's behind the he's camera. behind the camera. Usually. So yeah, camera Almost tech. Always. One of, one of them. I'm, yeah, I'm one there. Of them. One of them. If yeah. not, I'm at the game. So Swarm Central is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> yes, appreciate it. Everybody loves gather it. a lot of points. We, we, we have a, game I'm at. we have a lot yeah. of people redeeming for pizza, mm-hmm. subs, 
Culver's. Culver's. So it's yeah. pretty much what they're doing. They're not. No one's really saving up for shirts or anything yet. They just they're, right. they're going for as much free food as they can get because there's a limit. They can't have somebody getting ten pizzas out of us. So there's a limit to how much people can get. But right. yeah, you know, the, it's been pretty robust so far. In the it amount is. Yeah, of, I think that the the reception to the app has been really good, hasn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Uh, it's been. A we kind of went into it without really setting a goal. You know, it's just kind of yeah. let's let's see how the first year goes and. You know, we'll develop goals for years two through five on it after that. So, right. you know, it's... Well, it's, it's like the newest thing, too. Like, it's like the latest thing. And, you know, we like to be on that kind of cutting edge. Well, it's interesting because you find out that people, rather than using the website, yeah, will use the app. We'll use to, the app to app, find right. your schedule. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, huh, spend, we've spent all this money I over was the just years digging. on this website. And, right. yeah. you know, they'll, they'll go to the app. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just digging into some of those numbers, trying to pull out where they're coming from mm-hmm. for views and... Being that you have the links on there for the radio station as well as for iFan, and mm-hmm. I mean, we're starting to pull viewers in that way as really? well. So okay, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. That's interesting. Well, so that's the thing. Like, I feel like with the, the social media age that we're in now, mm-hmm. like, even if you're getting like apps and all this other kind of stuff, like it, it feeds into other, th- right, social media or you know oh, other yeah. apps mm-hmm. or or web you know websites or whatever because it's all like interconnected it feels like so like if you get promotion and all of a sudden Swarb Central is a big deal now all of a sudden you can click on iFan you can click on you know you know the radio station yep. and find out when we're all going to be on the air doing you know whatever it is that we're going to be doing right so it's uh, yeah it's, it's very collaborative now and it, that's kind of cool that's yeah. that's one of the good parts I think of social media yeah. I mean everybody yes. knows I have my reservations about it overall <laughs> but this is one of the good things about it this is this is where it can be a really positive sure. thing I think yeah so so how did this start? How did the iFan Sports Network come to be? Well, it started uh, early, well, mid-2003. Uh, and it really started because we didn't have a lot of opportunities for media. Mm-hmm. Uh, radio station was nothing really around. Uh, football would get covered um, or random games throughout the year through uh, some of the various local uh, radio stations. Mm-hmm. So. We wanted something a little more consistent, so we were going to do a radio broadcast. And uh, our partner that we streamed with at that time said, hey, would you like to do video? And, well, with my partner Dave Williams, which we'll give him the shout-out on that too, uh, he has television production background and uh, as well as working in radio stations for a lot of years, said yes. And so, uh, so midway through 2003... Uh, we played with all that information and trying to figure out how to make it work on a dial-up network, uh, which uh, internet was not the most <laughs> best and robust uh, back in those days. Right. Um, which you were using things like ClearWire if you want to bring out some old wireless technology. Uh, so, yeah, it really started there. And then from that standpoint, it just got to the point either we do something with this or we have to just say, Let's disband and move. So right. uh, we had a couple of great people that were involved early on and said, okay, let's go. Let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. So 2004 we started, and then from there it's been gangbusters learning, adding new technologies, uh, and then technology gets better, hardware gets better, uh, which means your picture and production gets better. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if I remember right, it was kind of a vehicle more or less for – 
football and basketball at the beginning? Yeah, we didn't really go crazy. We were doing different things. Um, obviously, it was the high school sports, where our very first broadcast was Northwestern High School football game, and uh, which has been interesting because I've done stuff throughout the state and different uh, um, tournaments and that sort of thing. And I had a comment the other two years ago. It was a gentleman from the WIAA said, boy, you guys are pioneers of the streaming world here in Wisconsin. And he's like, I remember watching these little schools up in northern Wisconsin playing basketball and such, and we would never have known had you not been there doing those games. So it was really neat to hear that. It's a nice compliment. And being we're in our 19th season of broadcasting, it uh, goes by so fast. (sighs) Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, and you've been around just as long. So, right. I mean, it's, uh, I think this is year 18 or 17 and a half for us with UWS. So, um, we've gotten to see some fantastic games, some great athletes come through and have great conversations uh, on, off the courts and fields. And mm-hmm. it's been, it's been a lot of fun. When you and Dave initially took your, waded into the pool on this, did you, Imagine 20 years? Did you really no, think it I would don't, go, have gone this long? Not really. I guess I never really and thought about involved. How, how long yeah. it would go. It was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And for me, coaching, playing, all that, this was my way of being involved mm-hmm. without, you know, for lack of better words, having the politics right. Right. per se. Yeah. Right? So now I get to go in. I get to share with coaches, uh, SIDs. 80s, uh, parents, players, and the only thing I worry about is where we on, uh, you know. So <laughs> right, yeah. uh, that's my I biggest have to worry thing. About, and yeah, know, and the biggest defense thing, or anything like that, right, I yeah. can just worry about <laughs> right. Exactly. So so for us, it, it's been a lot of fun because mm-hmm. we have a lot of great people that have come in. A lot of people have donated time. A lot of people have worked for small dollars for us for over the years and. We were doing things at different times where we were doing it on a shoestring, and people would, if we kind of pulled the curtain back at that point, people would be like, what was going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think back to those days, uh, uh, we would work with My9, uh, which we helped uh, Tom Hansen. Uh, shout out to him and the class and because the class, they're yes. tuning in yep, here. Yeah, they're tuning in. But uh, you think back to those times, uh, we helped start the My9 Sports Network, and we were doing replays. Uh, for right. UMD football, and you know how those were being done at that time? NVRs, we had three NVRs stacked up with the cameras all connected to those, which we were recording, and we had one person that would sit and would pause it, rewind, play it, play it in slow-mo, could rewind, go frame by frame. It seems like so much work. <laughs> and and it was, but, well, we didn't have the $30,000 for a three-play system right. uh, to go with our TriCaster, so... We had to come up with different ways, and uh, Dave was the one that kind of came up with that uh, idea, and no one knows on the backside. It's just right. what it comes out on the screen, mm-hmm. So, uh, and it worked well. But, yeah, things have all changed. Things gotten a lot easier and a lot more refined in that standpoint. So It's funny because I actually, my first broadcasting gig, I worked directly with Craig and Dave, and I was on my nine. Yep. In and fact, was, I think I have some of those videos. I you? think I just found them the, the other you? day. Okay. Yes. I, I was a color commentator for UWS men's and women's hockey, which at that time was actually being televised on my nine. 
and uh, that was my first broadcasting gig. I was the color man, and my play-by-play was a guy named Mark Lang, who came from UW-Whitewater. And then I think he came for a year, and then he left. And so I met Dave and Craig pretty much right out the, right out the shoot. Like, as soon as I stepped into that role, because Steve Nelson is actually the one who hired me to be the color commentator, um, because uh, the Northland News Center was providing the play-by-play mm-hmm. guy. So then they were looking for color. Uh, and Steve Nelson, the former athletic director and men's hockey coach who you played for, John, yep. he hired me to be the color commentator. Uh, I had no experience in broadcasting whatsoever at that time. And I came in, and I remember the first day, but we had a lot of fun. And I met you and I met Dave that day, and it was like, these, these are pretty good guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this. And uh, here I am now in 2023, right. having known you guys ever since then. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been kind of a – even for me, it's kind of cool to see the evolution of it all because mm-hmm. – um, for a while, I was also doing UMD athletics, and I did a fair amount of UMD sports with Craig as well for yep. for IFAN. So I've had a very personal relationship with these guys for a while, and you have as well. Um, so um, it's been cool, but it is kind of weird to sit back and go. Between the three of us, it's like all these years have gone by. Right. Well, you think about yeah, how many like, games that is. Uh, I mean, and we're even less than what we used to do. Well, I mean, we'd be in the seven, eight hundred, yeah. nine hundred well, events what I was in a ask year. About how big it got, you know, because you made a reference to UMD, but right. you were here, you were at UMD, you had St. Scholastica for a while, I Correct. believe. You yep. had Spear High School, you had Northwestern Soul and Springs High School for we a while. We did some there. We've I mean, done stuff at South Shore, yeah, out so in Ashland. I We've mean, been... you got very, very big, yeah. uh, and then probably almost too big. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as workers and capability, equipment, and, uh, you know, all this is related to our sponsors that mm-hmm. allow us to be able to do what we do, and... But we had so much fun doing this stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, we worked with the uh, uh, athletic union, the AAU stuff, and uh, uh, Keith Noel was one of our connections there. We used to go down to UW Stout, and we would do all the basketball tournaments down there. And so we got to know all kinds of people. Next thing you know, they're like, hey, we have a world inline hockey championships going on. It goes every I year. That. Yep, I remember so about that. So they're yep. like, we're not really sure where it'll be. Well, okay, we're in, we're in Detroit, we're in Philadelphia, we're in L.A. for quite a few years, and uh, so we'd send like five guys out there, and they'd work and do thirty games in a day because they were super short games, mm-hmm. but uh, they're super fast, and and then take a day, go to Disneyland or something just to reward everybody. But right. everybody had a lot of fun, and that's yeah. that's kind of really what we're still kind of based on. It's just everybody just relax, have fun. We'll make sure everything goes, and we make it personable, um, which keeps a lot of that people you, going. That you definitely do. And yeah. it's it's it should be fun. It, yeah. If, it, if you're not in sports media to have fun, then you're in it for the wrong reason. Right. Yeah. Because there, it is – so none of us are getting rich in this media. No, no, none of us, <laughs> no. None of us are wealthy. No. Um, but if you have a passion for it and you end up working with people that are really good people, it's it's just the benefit of the of the of the job. I mean, you end up with you know a really collaborative kind of fun, simulating atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, especially intellectually, because you know one of the things that Craig does so well is you know he brings in young guys that are excited about it you right. know he's brought in a couple guys that like new guys this year for instance there's like three or four guys that have come in this year that i've you know that have worked behind the scenes been working on camera or whatever it is 
Um, you know, uh, Xavier, for instance, is another sure. one. You know, Xavier Walt, who is uh, – I worked with him during the soccer season, um, and now he's more of a sideline reporter for basketball because he doesn't know it quite as well yet. He's still learning it. Yep. But it's one of those things where you're, um, you're bringing in these young guys that are excited about it. You know, Xavier wants to do it, you know, when he, when he gets out of school. Right. That's one of the things – you know that he wants to do, uh, um, and you've brought in a couple other guys also behind the scenes right now that people don't necessarily know, mm-hmm. but are putting in a lot of hours. You know, Gabe for the last few years was a guy that that came in and and did a lot. So, um, you know, I, I think it's really cool because you're opening up those educational opportunities as well, and it seems like you know the students are gravitating toward it and they're enjoying their experience with it. Well, and so, I think part of that too, I gotta think Tom Hansen involved yeah. with that as he's been involved with us for a lot of years right. as well, and. He's such a great advocate on our side um, and now helping out with uh, the multimedia journalism major here at UWS. It's, uh, that's been really kind of fun because that's where these people are the people that we're looking for. Right. But now we got an avenue that we can allow that to expand and grow and try. And, right. you know, there's no harm in trying and not maybe doing it perfect the first time. Right. Uh, you know, I say we're not curing a lot of ills. What we are doing is filling a void where people can't get here. Yep. They'll be able to see it. Right. Yeah. Or we can capture those moments that maybe it was, you know, a kid's first goal of, on varsity or maybe his first minutes uh, playing here at on campus. And, you know, and those are all things to be celebrated. And, and I've been looking at this a lot more, too, it just kind of going back and looking at, you know, when you – we really should be celebrating, especially our lower levels, the even the high school side of things, because you're looking at less than 2% of kids move on to play at a higher level institution. Right. And so a lot of these kids, this is their experience, what they're going to take yep. when they go off and, and tell people, and they're going to remember those memories. And we should be celebrating all those players, you know, at that level. And then we can move up here because those have taken that next step and and we get to share in those too. So, um, so even the ones that are sitting all the way down the bench, every single one of them, you think of that, they were in that top two percent that are here, so they can yep. play, they can participate, they can do it, and uh, so that's what we want to really celebrate on that. And I'm hoping that comes through. But mm-hmm. I know we still get parents that come in and say, "Yep, I'm here." The husband. The wife stayed home because they wanted to listen to you. So, uh, and then send a shout out. So, uh, yeah, that's fun. That's fun for we us. We get that, and, and one of the things I've, I've personally experienced that when it comes to men's women's soccer with uh, UWS here, especially when they watch on iFan. I, I think that's I've gotten a lot of compliments, and I, I don't know, Craig, if you have too, but of our production quality for our soccer broadcasts mm-hmm. um, because soccer is not an easy sport for people who don't know it real well. Right. And thankfully, between Craig's camera work and and with my uh, work in, in play-by-play, we get a lot of compliments about our production quality and stuff like that. And I, you know, and that that I, I take great pride in that. And I also say though, you know, Craig Craig's a lot of that too, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah, and, I, it's fun. Like yeah. I said, it's fun to be in and do that. Yep. Don't matter what for us the production side of things. That's fun. It's always fun. Like you know, we have our our partnership with KUWS. I get to take you off the radio and. I enjoy sitting and listening to you. I listen to you when I'm not at the rink and you're on the road. I listen to it and I get the little laughs and I'll send you a text occasionally <laughs> like, oh, that was a good one. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's fun. And that's, yeah, yeah. and that's what it is. It's, uh, it, it's about joy and really enjoying it. And 
like I said, uh, you guys all make it easy as well. And we're looking at all these new folks that are coming in, having some real energy and really wanting to get into that. I mean, it's the same if you go with the production crew here for all the camera folks. Uh, mm-hmm. The photography side of this, uh, you know, those guys are all fantastic. And they all have ideas and they all want to share ideas. And uh, we got a couple that we're going to look at trying to institute and uh, share across the board, too. So Do some, tell. No, 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 oh, no. We're not dipping in too far yet. Okay. Yeah. But uh, we got to try before we uh, yeah. reveal. So uh, we got a couple things to work on there. But that, that well, should be pretty fun. And as far as, like, D3 you know, just multimedia groups. I mean, ours is as good as it gets, I think. Yep. I mean, I can't think of another Put them up against anybody. Yeah, that does what, you know, the amount of, of not only the amount of stuff that we do, but do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, and that goes across the board. That's IFAN. That's, you know, me and John at, at 91.3. That's, uh, you know, Holden and Harry and Andrew and, you know, and everybody else that works in, in the multimedia and the graphics side of things. And um, it's, it's just a real fun process to be around because like i said i don't think that there are a lot of d3 schools that do as much as we do in terms of multimedia i just can't think of i mean even this podcast you know this is something that's pretty unique to us so you know if if you don't have as many good people as we have doing it things like this just don't come around and uh you know it's a real it's a real compliment i think to everybody you know and we have a really good crew. <laughs> I mean, we do. Yeah, our our staff is really. We're very good. fortunate that yeah. way. You yeah. know, and, and we're also lucky. I'll even go up higher to have Nick, right? Nick yeah, Bursick, the athletic director, who is always willing to, yeah, give it a shot. Yep, let's try this. He doesn't tell yeah. us no very often. No, no. Let, let's try it for <laughs> better or worse. Yeah, let's try it because we're just adding more work to our plates. But let's yeah. let's try it. It's a very forward thinking approach, and mm-hmm. I and I, I for one have really enjoyed watching it kind of unfold. You know, um, you know now now that we're all grizzled veterans and we've been doing this for a while, but when you start out, you do have to have that kind of bravery a little bit about it. Sure, you do have mm-hmm. to kind of say, okay, there's going to be you know some mistakes along the way. We're not going to do everything perfectly. Um, I tell people all the time, I've never had a picture perfect broadcast in my career. I'm in, I'm 14 years in. Something always gets messed up, but that's the way it goes. And you have to be willing to just you know accept that fact and move on and have fun and then just continue to get better and better with more reps. And that's really what it comes down to. Like, and that's one of the things I tell people all the time when I've had interns, whether it's at UMD or with UWS, or when I was at a, you know guys shadowing me at IFAN because Craig's had a few staffers mm-hmm. shadow me. Yep. Um, you know when I'm doing a game for IFAN, um, you know that's what I try to make. Just make sure you have fun with it. Right. And don't worry about the mistakes. The mistakes are going to happen. You know we're gonna, we're not a perfect entity. But and again yeah. we're we're not yeah curing cancer here. No, nobody is dying. Because of what we are or are not doing. Right. right. Yeah. You know? Well, and like for us too, like we work really hard with our sponsors to make sure that we keep this free for everybody. So right. so we don't have to have those grandmas and grandpas uh, trying to put credit cards in and then, yeah. oh, this work didn't work. Oh, now I charge it three times and now I'm going to spend a lot of time trying to credit yeah, now your things Sunday back. is... And as it is, yeah. I still get emails and it still bothers me that we have people that complain about broadcasts and... I can't believe Very that you that said our that. Free service, is, yeah, isn't up to well, par. Well, and it's you know, and it's like, oh, you shouldn't have said stuff like that or whichever. And it's coming from opposing teams, and I. We try to be very, very fair across yeah. the board because yeah. we know that uh, fans are coming from the other side as well. Uh, other people that may not have ever been to a game here. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, we want to make sure that we put everything in the best light. We try to right. talk nice about every player team. But yet, we're still a home production, yeah. and uh, yeah. 
I could point out some really savage broadcasts uh, <laughs> when uh, you go to uh, visiting or opponents' yeah. uh, places. So um, I think we've done a really that's, nice well, job that's with that. That's one of the things that you and I have talked about. Um, you know, there's, there's times over the years where I've just kind of went, ooh, we'd never get away <laughs> with saying that. Yeah, or, well, right. I, yeah. I've never, like, John and I, I mean, we're we're both kind of students, but we listen, we, we listen to other broadcasts, mm-hmm. we, we, we watch other broadcasts. Um, I never wanted to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that is constantly ripping on the other team or the officials because then it's not a, a pleasant experience. The whole point is to make it a pleasant, you know, a pleasurable experience. Well, and in some ways you're doing that. You're making yeah. yourself the show. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. we are not the show. Exactly. You know, the show I'm telling is the story that, of the thing that I'm seeing. Right. That's yep. all I am. I'm just conveying yep. what we don't want to be the story. The story no. is what's happening on the field. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's one of the things that I always try to be. I mean, I, I tell people what my approach is because that's one of the biggest questions I get asked. Yeah, how much do you slant it toward the home team? I said I slant it toward the home team, obviously, because I'm their voice. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if the other team makes a really nice play, I'm not going to hold I'm gonna back. Call a spade a spade yeah, there. I'm going to call a spade a spade. That was a really nice play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really nice defensive play by so and so. Really nice shot by so and so. Really nice, you know, blockout or whatever it is. You know, getting the steal. Nice, you know, in basketball, I say that quite a bit. Um, you know, because they're athletes. They're working hard. There's no reason not to give them credit for what they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I mean, because and that's going back to what I was yeah. saying about celebrating the athlete as it is. Because, I mean, I was standing in the hallway looking at last year's GPA, three point six, three point seven as a team. Like that's incredible. When you sit it's and break insane. that down, I mean, yeah, that's about as what you would want to achieve yeah. as yeah. thinking of as an athletic director of having your teams excel in the classroom, but then also doing all the time and work that they need to do within their craft, uh, which is, that's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then they're winning conference titles, a lot of them. And, you mm-hmm. know, those, those are special things, you know, they're going to NCAA tournaments and other, other stuff. Um, so it, it's, it's sort of almost like the, the sports side of it. I mean, while it's, it's a big part of their lives, it's it, when they do well, it's just kind of like the icing on the cake because there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that people don't know. Right. And that's the part that we try to be sensitive to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the same way, I don't try to call out officials all that much. If there's a really egregious call, I will bring it up. But you know, I, well, I'm not somebody. I'm not somebody who rides the officials. And John, you're not usually either. No. So, yeah. And it's the same for injuries too. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. I yeah. mean, our camera is not zoomed in to find facial expressions or, yeah. you know, try to really diagnose what's happening out there let the professionals handle that's what the that trainers are there for. The, mm-hmm. exactly yeah. so, so we'll find some other things to look at on camera yeah, while exactly. while that's happening and exactly. you know hopefully show the the good result afterwards of walking off or whichever but right you yep. know we don't need to showcase bad stuff there's enough just on news that get to cover right. all that I, right. I want to cover what's happening all the good stuff out here and make that a memory yep yep where does it go from here you know, you're 20 years into this now. I mean, what? Where does it go? Well, 20. Well, does over it, 18, we're illegal now. <laughs> <laughs> a legal network. We're a legal network now. Okay, yeah. two more yeah. years, your, no, ne- your mean, network it's... can buy its own beer. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I guess never really put a number on it either, right? It's mm-hmm. one as long as having fun, long as we can have people helping. And whether that's paid or, you know, we're pulling interns in and all that. And that's kind of where that step has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've talked with Tom over the years, a lot of different ideas about what we would like to see for, quote, that UWS channel, so to speak, yep. on our network. And um, 
you know, it's been great. I'm a graduate from here. I love giving back. I love showcasing, talking about it. In fact, I was, uh, I have a day job, right? So uh, talking with. That's a uh, great point. It is, you know. Yeah. Uh, so at that standpoint, I was talking with a counterpart uh, within our company down in Chicago who graduated from UWS back in, uh, well, it was like 86, 87, something of that nature talking about the school and all that and how many great memories he had about it. Mm-hmm. I said, boy, you'd hardly recognize it to a degree if you came on campus again today. Right. And he goes, I know. I was just there and took a drive through and was telling my family about all this and that. And uh, so that's really neat to be able to come back, see the changes. Mm-hmm. And this campus has been revolutionized as, as far as uh, the amenities that are here, all the different pieces. It's not your same old what you would think uh uw superior once was right no it, it, it definitely it's changed even since i've been here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and now we've got the stadium coming in the spring and um you know there there are future plans there in terms of the athletic facilities long-term plans but uh you know it's one of the things we talked about with nick bursick you know mm-hmm. when we had him on was was the stadium coming up and then uh the other renovations that want to be done you know on campus and you know while it's a, a ways down the road yeah i mean it's it's one of those campuses I feel like that is very progressive in terms of, of, of always trying to better the situation on campus, uh, making pretty honest assessments about uh, facilities and athletics or otherwise. Um, and, you know, that, that's one of the things. I mean, you talked about, you know, you, you're an alum and you like giving back. I mean, all three of us are alums at this table. Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason why we've stayed. Right. You know, um, you know and it's because, you know, we're passionate about the community. You know, we're passionate about UWS. Um, UWS has been really good to all three of us. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you have that kind of, you know, experience and you have that kind of uh, connection to a campus, it's really special. Mm-hmm. Special. And uh, it's what makes UWS unique, I think. Right. So thinking about how far I go, I don't know. We got new stadiums coming. I got so much more fun stuff for the do. And, uh, <laughs> you know, helping with uh, layouts, some of those press box uh, layouts and, well, and uh, ideas. And, and that's, I mean, that's uh, a... What does that do? as a new facility do for yeah. what you're you're going to be able to to put out over the air? Yeah, well, you know, it and, depends well, on what all makes it through the budget on that side of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was and wasn't yes, it cut out. Comes so, out. But again, it's a collaborative <laughs> effort, though, because yeah. you know we like that's the cool thing about the stadium coming up is that we know now pretty well between iFan the radio station what we need in order to be successful and have a, a quality, you know, broadcast situation in the press box. Not a, and that's including also the this, the game workers, mm-hmm. you know, that also have to be up there. So that's all, you know, part of the planning for things like that. I was just thinking about some of this stuff, right? So some of the things we need, right? We need internet and power, I have right? Been all over and those I two remember, things from day one. <laughs> I remember pulling in a big cart, running a generator, yeah, Hot I mean, spots, all these different yep. things, and uh, hiding out in closed little things. We brought the trailer in. We had uh, some. Of, some of the baseball and softball broadcasts were truly unique. Yes, they were. They Craig and I one time for uh, this was with iFan. We did a crown doubleheader for softball. I remember this, and we were actually behind the fence out in center field. <laughs> oh yeah, I, we've done <laughs> plenty poking, of those. He was actually in the past. poking. It was me and him. It was just me and him. I was doing play by play, and Craig was on my right, and he had the camera, and he was literally poking it through the chain link fence. Because this was before, you know, the, the NBC right. Spartan Sports Complex right. was around. Yep. So we were playing across the street over. And in the, Liebert. Yeah, over at Liebert. 
and <laughs> yep that was, well that's because we could get power out there yeah right. exactly and, because uh, there's so, a plug-in actually on i think the the, the uh, light pole yep, <laughs> yep. we had to use off the, the scoreboard yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly so these yep. were the kind of things though that when we were first doing this stuff that we had to come up with it was really well, unique. And those things, I'd have to be there two hours beforehand, too, because right, I had yeah. to carry everything out of the vehicle, set everything up, find power, make sure the Internet was stable enough. Um, well, there were several times you know, we did so, games over there where I would say, Craig, are we going to be able to get this done? He's like, oh, just bear with me. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. then, just hold on. We yeah, still got we, three minutes before yeah. the game starts. Uh, yeah, because you know. so, you're getting down, and you're like, oh, my gosh. But somehow we always seem to get through it. So that was mm-hmm. the but yeah, there were some truly inventive, and if you want to like go down memory road with Craig, he'll tell you some truly unique oh, stuff we've had. Some incredible stories, especially yeah. when we go back in. Uh, yeah, we got stories that we could tell forever. I know Don Layton would always talk about we should have wrote a book because there's so many fun stories and going how you get set up and do things and and I still get those challenges too because I still do sled dog races, so I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, you got to be creative on how you get the cameras to work when it's 40 below and right. uh, bad wind chills and all that stuff. It was, and pretty, it was pretty funny on that one because that was a super cold day that day, and the wind was actually hitting us. <laughs> and I remember in between games, um, this is, uh, like I said, this was a number of years ago. This was probably, I don't know, 20, 2014, 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. In between games, we just like dashed into his truck and we sat there for like twenty minutes, and then we because we were both freezing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh, yeah. we got into his truck and then we came back out and then did the second game. <laughs> like, so I mean, but yeah, there's been some truly of- unique like experiences, and I can I can say that firsthand. I mean, John, I know you've seen them too. Yep. Uh, and you and I have also had some really unique setups on the road for games. Yep. <laughs> that we've had to do so. Um, people don't really necessarily understand, I think, how creative we have to be at times. No, they, I, I don't think they do. Yeah, I know. Like I they don't get things they, to work. I think if they understood, if they understood the amount of time that goes into it and how creative you have to be sometimes running 200 feet of extension cord to get power to yeah. a location, or the one time in an arena that I had to have 250 feet of phone line so yeah. that I could plug in and still be in the rink to call a game. I had that too. You I, know, that, that yeah. those kinds of things, They, I think they'd be less apt to go, hey, wait a second here, I got a complaint. <laughs> I think they'd be less apt to do that if they knew how much actually went into just getting something like this on the air. Well, well I think about all the equipment that we haul around, well, used to, not so much as slimmed down a lot now, mm-hmm. but you talk about that, oh, am I going to need an extension cord at 25 feet, 50 feet, 200 feet? Mm-hmm. Oh, am I going to need Ethernet cables? Various legs, 25 feet. Yeah, exactly. So I'm coming in with a trailer to go do a broadcast (laughs) down the street. Well, and John and I, when we started out, or at least when I started out, we were both hauling bags of stuff everywhere we went Mm -hmm. because that's the way you had to do it. Yep. And I remember we did a game. I did a game at Alverno. This was this is like my big iFan story, which (laughs) cracks me up. I was actually calling the game from the hallway in the building next door, looking through a window, and I could not actually because Alverno didn't have any internet connections in their gym, and we were on the road. And it was game two of a doubleheader because we had played, um, uh, this is Sally Lindsmeyer's in junior year, I want to say. Anyway, we're, we're down there playing Oliverno, and I'm literally in a, in a different building. And there's a hallway behind me where people are walking behind me, and I'm doing this game. And I had to run, I think it was 150 feet of phone line because we were still on phone line at that time. And I was actually connected to the athletic director of Oliverno's, like, phone. <laughs> like, that was where I was getting my, my line out. And then I'm calling the game, and I'm like, this is already bizarre. Because I like you can't hear anything, right? So I'm literally calling a game, and all you're hearing is me talking. There's no atmosphere, there's no nothing. And then, 
Out of the blue, I look up about midway through the second quarter. I turn and I look, and on my right, here's Dave Johnson from iFan, who somehow has driven seven hours from Superior. <laughs> and he, now he's in this hallway taking a picture of me, and I was like, have I, like, like, have I gone psychotic? Like, what? Why is Dave Where Johnson? did he come yeah, from? Where did he come from? Why is he here? Uh, I mean, that's... And that photo made the rounds then, too, because he put it on Facebook, and he's like, oh, look at this. Here's Matt doing the game. And I was like, How do, like, it was just... <laughs> And was, part of that, that's where you talk about good people, too, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are the folks, uh, Dave Johnson, for example, fabulous camera guy. Yeah. He came to us because he was just somebody that was at home and didn't want a kid just lazily going back and forth. He's like, well, I can do better than that. So he's like, can I run camera for you? And this was like the first year in Superior at the high school. And mm-hmm. uh, now like, he's really sure. good. Like, he's like the main He's fantastic. Yeah. But... But he cares so much about sports in our area that he'll go stand out on a street corner and wait for that bus to roll by just to snap a picture of it or right. or something. You yeah. know, he's mm-hmm. just always a, always listening, always watching, and uh, it's fun to have those people too. Because man, I get some crazy messages that come across. Did you know? No, I did not. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, awesome. I, I gotta share that. So well, then the like my favorite, also my favorite road story. Was the NCAA tournament done in Whitewater with the women's basketball team? Where we <laughs> speeding ticket? Yeah, the speeding ticket on the way out. We ran out of gas on the way down. <laughs> then this Great was, thing is, is I was not part of that. You were not part of that, but that was an iFan broadcast. It was, right. yes, it was, it was me, and I was also doing it on the radio. Yep. So we were down there, and Don Layton was driving. And what ended up happening was we ended up. So this is after you told me, like, because the NCAA used to allow the media to ride with the team. Now you can't do that anymore. So we had to find a ride. So we all rode together. And we went down to the cities, and we had to pick up Sam and Dave. Yep. Dave Williams, who you, you brought yep. up, came from South Dakota and actually produced the game. And that, again, shows kind of the dedication. Brought his son Sam, who was also really good, Yeah, with him. So it was me and Don, and we were in the front, and then Sam and Dave in the back room. And on the way out, we're driving, and we get past, and he's like talking away. Don just keeps talking, 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 talking. And pretty soon, we get near Madison. We were supposed to, like, stop for gas at some point. Don just didn't bother to notice that the, 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 you know, the light was on and that we were running. So we literally ran out of gas. And we were on the side of the road, and the cops had to come. <laughs> we had to call the police, and we were literally on the side of the road. And then, you oh know, my gosh. It, it, it was just epic because when we finally did get to the hotel, <laughs> the entire women's team, their parents, everybody were waiting for us because they'd all heard now that we were stuck mm-hmm. on the road. We had run out of gas. And Emily Carpenter's father, Jerry, Emily Carpenter, who's the women's basketball coach now here, Walked right up to us. He said, I got five bucks. You guys need some gas? <laughs> that was the first thing he said when we walked into the hotel. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then on the way back, after the game's over, we get nap for speeding. at the, Almost the same exact same spot, going the opposite direction. Because Don's talking away again and, is, again, not paying attention. We're going like 90. <laughs> and we get Gotta pulled get over. Home. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we, now, we're getting, now we get pulled over on the way back. So we ran out of gas on the way out in that one spot. And then we got caught speeding in that same spot, going the other way. And then Don, after that, he he begged off, and he was just like, you know what, I'm driving 70 the rest of the way. So he was like, <laughs> he was like staring at. It. He's like, Gloria's never gonna let me hear the end of this. And uh, for those of you who don't know who Don Layton is, <laughs> these are the kind of things that happen with Don, and he is the legendary voice yes. of the iFan Sports Network. But I mean, that's a perfect like encapsulation of what the relationship has been like. It's just, <laughs> it's just. Well, and is he the doing the games piece? tonight? Actually, uh, no, he is not. Okay. Actually, not tonight. Uh, they have uh, something going on tonight. I can't remember what it is, but uh, he's not there this evening. The, but the, the next time Don is doing an, an iFan broadcast, 
feel free to text him because he'll give you his phone number and say something about running out of gas. Yes, ask him about, <laughs> ask him about running out of gas and also getting caught speeding. Yes. On, on, on the interstate with me and, and Sam and Dave in the car. I was going to say, there's a, there's a lot of great stories. and Like that, yeah. And I think about all these, uh, for the high school, we travel to do the football games because there's only nine football games. And, man, I'll tell you, some of the best travel, some of the best stories you hear, some of them you hear multiple times, but they're funnier the next time you hear mm-hmm. them. And, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. And time goes by so quickly when you're on those trips, but – a lot of good memories. Well, and that's for sure. that's part of the experience of it. Like we, we talk about that story that I just brought up and saying, "Oh my God, it was, this is horrible," but it was fun. Like even that, I was just like, "This is so typical." But this is one of those stories that we can tell like later on in life, you know. And so yeah, well, you can ask like, Don about yeah. about that. You can ask him about our bear experience. Uh, you know, I mean that's that's still going around. So uh, um, yeah, I'll let him tell that story. But uh, it's. No, we have a, a good together, one, though. I mean, that's the it is fun. Is we yep. have fun together. It yeah, is. I mean, and, and these stories wouldn't be quite so fun if it wasn't for the fact that we do have fun together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and it's all in the joy of sharing it, right? It's painting that picture. I mean, mm-hmm. all artists in that category of just being able to paint a really good picture of what's happening. And, you know, in way back in the day, and I could give Steve Nelson a shout out, too, because we said, here's what we want to do. And he said, you want to do what? And <laughs> Yeah, okay. Sounds very yep, Nelly. Good. Yeah, that's very Steve like. Yes. Yeah. yeah, come on, do what you want. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it started, but at that same sense, we really got in, got some great stuff, took it in a great direction and uh and, you know, it's continuing to today. Yeah, and and like I said, I give full credit to Steve Nelson for helping me in my career because he gave me that in. And it was it was a really interesting conversation because I walked into his office and he basically said uh, something he asked something to the effect of like, so, you know, you have you know experience in sports, and I'm like, yeah, a fair amount of it. And he's like, yeah, I heard, you're hired. <laughs> I was kind of like, well, okay, uh, like yeah, there were no que- okay, there were no real questions asked other than that. And I said, um, that's it. And he was like, yep, oh, you're perfect. <laughs> you're exactly who we're looking for. So I'll set you up, okay, okay, you know. And that was pretty much. You know, and then later on when I became uh, play-by-play voice, because at that time I was only doing color, it was the same conversation basically. I walked in, and the only thing I said to him was, "Steve, I've never done play-by-play. Doesn't matter. You'll be fine." Yep. At some You'll point, carve, yeah, at some some carve us, your own way. None of us have. At some point, yeah, we right. are all in the same boat. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, I was terrified when they told me I was doing it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, you know, and you know, John Munson was the same way. He was kind of like, yeah, well. We'll give it a shot. See what you see what you sound like. Mm-hmm. And then after one half, he was listening to me, and he said, "Pretty good." Well, this Pretty is good. just like radio we'll keep and you. TV right yeah. now. Uh, a big, large crowd out there, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah. so no, the so, class, I mean, class really is over. To, so yeah, yeah. some of them probably stayed, but because <laughs> some couple of them usually do. But yeah, I you know. But that's that's the fun part of it, though. Is right. it is when you have those stories about how you got. I mean, because I, I like, at a certain point, I kind of like got thrown in the deep end of the pool. And I think that's how you feel at a certain point when you get into it, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're on air. You know, it's not so much if you're behind the, the camera, but when you're on air for the first time, it can be a little bit of that. You know, they just kind of like the eyes get big and they kind of freeze up a little bit, and then you're not quite sure, right? You yeah. know, but uh, yeah, it was. But it's the willingness to try, you right? Know? Yes, and exactly. You have to have the like willingness said, to give it a shot. You yeah. get those uh, young guys that are excited about that, want to try something different, mm-hmm. and they're not scared to try it, right? Right. 
yep. go ahead, fail, figure out what you need to do the next time and or yep. you know, survive in what you did. I yep. mean, there's nothing as we said before, there is nothing that we are curing by this. Right. Might put a couple smiles and laughs on people, uh yep. might uh you know create some extra emails type of thing, but uh nonetheless I still I, say the kind of stuff I'm fun. on there. I still do. I said it the other day. I was like in the middle of doing my my series notes. All of a sudden, the lights went out on me because they were doing the pregame light show for the for the guys, and I was just like, <laughs> "Okay, I'll give the rest of these notes in a minute. I can't see you right now. The lights are out. <laughs> I know. I've turned off well, the lights on has, me in here. That has become a prerequisite of uh, what we need to have is desk lamps. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> right, it's yeah. uh, things you don't think about, uh, things that people yep. watching the show don't have any idea. You know, making right. sure sight lines are all good and uh, making sure everything is there so you can read your notes or right, yeah, you know, exactly. making sure you got pens and pencils uh, right. for people and rosters and stats, stats and, and all, all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. 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 So, it's, there's yeah. a lot to it. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, like I said, the biggest thing, have fun, have fun, have fun. Absolutely. I know I speak for many in that we appreciate everything that you do. I wouldn't want to be the person that has to oversee the streaming part of this and everything too. It, yeah. It's it, a lot of it goes right over my head because I, I'm not the most, tech savvy person so i there have been plenty of times where i speak for many when i say we appreciate what you do <laughs> there have been oh, plenty of you. times where i've done games whether i'm just doing it exclusively for ifan or i'm doing a joint broadcast where i've been sitting there and i'm, I'm going and then i go to break and all of a sudden craig will come in and you know, like unplug in unplug in about 15 different things at once and i have no idea what's happening i like when he <laughs> gives me the how long is this interview about eight minutes. Okay, perfect. And all of a sudden, the box comes out and tape and cables. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's done that a few times, especially yep. on the soccer side, where I've been sitting there, and all of a sudden, he leans over, and he's... And then all of a sudden, he's gone again, and now I'm back. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, and then I'm like... And then I, I say, like, usually something like, Craig, are we okay? Oh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> you know? So there is a lot of on-the-fly stuff, too, but mm-hmm. it's fun. I mean, it, we, we just sort of... I, I've, I've learned... With Craig, when he's doing that, there's a reason he's doing it. So I just make sure just I just get out of the way. Yeah, I just I, I pull off, and I'm just like, okay, Craig, do what you got to do. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, it's hard to it, what it is. It's hard to teach that stuff too, right? So yeah. a lot of years of playing and knowing what cables and how you can make some things work out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've had some of those. All of a sudden, everything's great, and then all of a sudden, we're we're live. Where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have no audio now. It was just here two minutes ago. Right. All right. right. Yeah. Exactly. And, then, and then all the all the all the social media stuff starts. We can't hear you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are not streaming. Yep. You should get that. But I yeah. but I would say a lot of this has changed, and I got to thank all of our sponsors for that too, because that allows me to be able to budget and plan and do some new cameras, do replace hardware, which we ended up doing a lot more this year than I had expected to do, uh, as far as our big computers and everything that drive everything. But. Um, by doing that and planning and budgeting, now I kind of have sets in every place, so it's not tear it down, carry right. it to the next spot, set it back up, that wear and tear of moving around. Now I come in, just kind of flip a couple switches, make a couple yep. uh, adjustments, and we're on and ready to go for the most part, usually. <laughs> the collaboration is pretty much, it's, it's grown kind of organically in that regard. Right. You know, yeah. Because when we started out, when Craig started out, and I know this for a fact because I was there with him, you had to tear it down and carry it to wherever you were going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we, you know, you've got permanent setups in, at Mertz. You've got a permanent setup over at the high school. I know you have a permanent setup up at Westman. So now you can just show up and be like, okay. As well as at the high school, we yeah. have one out Northwestern. That one a little more of a travel because they still go on the road. But uh, yeah, it's 
it's makes it's it fantastic. Lot easier got one that. in the trailer that's ready to go for uh, remote broadcasts or being on the road, that type of thing. Um, but that there again, it's part of that is planning, and things don't wear down and break as much if you're not right. hauling them around. Yeah. And the great thing is, I have a back seat in my truck now, so. <laughs> I can haul more stuff. <laughs> oh no no no! Uh, I can Are just you, I don't you, have because to you carry don't have to haul stuff. <laughs> yes, I can carry a small kit uh, just to have a couple extra cables in case audio disappears. Channel all of your a inner Dave Williams. Right. And, yes, yeah, I, yep. I got a cable for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Dave was kind of the master of that. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. he was absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, final know. thoughts. It's been a it's been a lot of fun. I can't believe it's been twenty years, but I know. Uh, uh, I've you know and I've been around for about fifteen of it. So um, it's just it's kind of crazy how time flies uh, when you're having fun, and that would be the best way to describe you know how the relationship has been. Um, and but here's to another twenty. Hopefully, we can keep doing this and uh, keep growing it because it, it it's now become you know there was a little it was a little bit haphazard at times at the beginning and he'll tell you that it's you know there were times where we weren't quite sure how this was going to work right or what it was going to look like or even sound like or if even we were going to be able to get on the air now we've gotten pretty consistent with that stuff now yeah. we've gotten to the point where we can pretty reliably say hey look game's going to be on we're going to be on you know we'll start to stream usually about 10 15 minutes ahead of time so you don't have to worry about that we're not going to be there so then the, the question then becomes you know where do we grow from here and i'm 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 really curious to see what the answer is to that question. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pressure's on, Craig. A lot of stuff. A lot, yeah, of, a lot stuff of stuff. Have. A lot of plans. You know, there's only so many hours in a day, but uh, I use uh, as many use as I can. Yes. Oh I can. yeah. Absolutely. I hear about it, <laughs> but but yes, I do use as many as I can. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. A lot of collaboration, and uh, that's that's the fun part of mm-hmm. it. You guys do a great job helping us as well, and uh, so. So that's going to be fun. And then those new folks that are coming in, I love that energy that they have. That gets me kind of fired up, too, because they want to absorb and learn and grow. And that's what's going to fuel for the next transition piece, you know, is their ideas. These guys with cameras and all the different things that they can tap into and do now. I mean, most of them can do more stuff on apps than I can dream right. of, you know. Right. So, right. Yeah, so with right. that, uh, that's that's the exciting part for me, and I I really look forward to that piece of it of learning and growing and me learning as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fun. Yep, those are my thoughts. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. We want to thank Craig Marcy from the iFan Sports Network for stopping by. Tom Hansen and his class for tuning us in via the the live stream the that live was stream. hidden on the backside of YouTube. <laughs> so for Craig and for Andrew behind the camera, the big sound Matt Johnson, I am John Garver. Thank you for watching I Have the Swarm.
Welcome to this week's episode of Eye of the Swarm, Season 5, Episode 10. Your deep dive into anything and everything related to Yellow Jacket Athletics. He's the Big Sound Matt Johnson. I am John Garver. And, you know, probably our last episode before the break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, finals is coming up. So mm-hmm. uh, the teams are going to be wrapping up. Those who have not already done so uh, will be wrapping up their first half of the winter seasons this coming weekend. Um, and then after that, everybody gets about a 20-day break. Well, 15, not 20. Not everybody. Not everybody. Hockey has a 20-day break but because uh, they're already done. Men's hockey I'm right. talking about. Uh, everybody else gets about a two-week break, I think. And so depending on what team you are, it's mm-hmm. 14 to 20 days, somewhere in there. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's weird how fast it goes. I mean, men's hockey is already more than halfway through their season. Women's hockey is coming right up on their halfway point. Um, and men's and women's basketball, they play most of their games second half. But, right. You know, it's still kind of that you know line of demarcation when you get into the finals, into the you know the winter season. Even though it doesn't look a whole lot like winter outside right now, right? Um, but yeah, that's where the teams are at, and uh, you know there there are games still to be played, but not many coming up, and uh, everybody will be done by the end of this week for the first half. So, and I, I said it in the open of our broadcast on uh, on Saturday that it's the Division Three schedule is the weirdest thing, yeah, because. Yeah. You're off for eight months, yep. nine months, you know, and then that, that month and a half lead up into your season, teams are practicing like crazy and they're getting into all of this. And then you start, mm-hmm. and five weeks later, mm-hmm. you're halfway through your season. It's yeah. unbelievable yeah. how long you have to wait, and then once you get there, how quickly it goes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it flies right along. Um, and, you know, some seasons are more fast-paced than others, I guess, in terms of getting games in. Right. Um, you know, because there are, for some sports, there are lighter weeks and then there are heavier weeks. Um, for sports like hockey, the, the only time you really get a big break is... Now. Yeah, during the winter break. Mm-hmm. And so you get that, you know, two to three weeks off in between and then everybody, you know, gears up because the second half, then it really hits pretty heavy. Yeah. And, and it, everybody gets pretty heavy after that. Fast. Yeah, and, and some of it, and from... From my perspective, also is how many home games you have. Right. Um, men's and women's basketball have had a bunch of them in the non-conference. Uh, men's hockey has been kind of split up, but they've had quite a few home games. Mm-hmm. Uh, women's hockey has also been split up a little bit. So we've been treated a little bit just because we've had our teams in town more often. Uh, a lot of times that doesn't happen with either men's or women's basketball. A lot of times they have early season tournaments where they're away, or they're playing non-conference single games where they are away. Right. Uh, this year just so happened to work out that we had a lot of everything home. was at home. Yeah, it just worked out that way. So. Um, it, it doesn't bother me. I know it doesn't bother you in terms of our broadcast schedules, but nope. um, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it just worked out that way this year. And a lot of times we don't get our, the bulk of our broadcast schedule for the winter, you and me until the second right. half. Right. So, um, you know, it just so happened that we're both getting in a lot of games right now, mm-hmm. which is fine. More, by me. Yeah. Fine by me. I, I like being on the air. So a hundred percent, but yeah. I, I, I don't mind having a break right now. No, no. I, I mean, I, there I, are I times, really yeah, I mean, during the holidays, it gets it gets tough. We get also, for, for everyone watching, we do get a pretty sizable break in between the end of winter and the start of yeah. spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that that varies depending upon, frankly, factors that are out of our control. Yep. Um, but uh, you usually get about two or three weeks in there, too, which is comes at a good time, too, because you and I are both pretty tired after winter because mm-hmm. there's a lot going on for us in the months of January, February, and March. Right. Um, but once, that, once we get through with that and then we – transition over to spring we usually get about a two or three week break too so that's you know sometimes longer um, which we don't want <laughs> but <Right>. that's right <laughs> when the, when we get into a month out on that then we know there's a problem do you find too that when you get this this break like i typically will feel it here and then definitely in the spring you get sick 
Yeah, I think it. It's like the body knows. You're really, okay, yeah. I can, I can come down from this for a little bit, for a little while here. I was just so. to get, you know, right around finals and stuff. I always used to get, um, you know, a bit of a sniffle. That was usually kind of what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year I got one. Um, you know, and living in the post-COVID world or the or the current COVID world, you're never quite sure what you what you have. Yep. Um, but for years and years, yeah. I mean, after finals, I used to get a little sniffle or two. I think it's just because you're so keyed up. You yeah, don't even you know necessarily. exactly what it is. Yeah, and then when you come down from that, mm-hmm. you know, your immune system, it taxes your immune system, yep. and your immune system isn't as efficient. That's just a fact. Right. It's a medical fact that's been documented. When you're under stress, your immune system doesn't function as well. Um, so when you do come down from something and you're exposed to something, you're more likely to get it, especially if you're not getting enough sleep, but if you're working too many hours. And, and that happens to you and I. Yeah, that happens yeah. to us. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, every, you anybody know. who was around me last weekend knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you've got the added uh, difficulty of having a little guy who tends to bring home germs with him from his classmates. Well, that's what little kids yeah. do. Yeah, exactly, they exactly. Go to school or daycare, and they have every germ known to man. Yep, they can be on the germy side. Yep, and uh, they bring things home with them, mm-hmm. and then it usually makes its rounds, and before it leaves, you know, the household it moves on to another household. Yep. So um, you have that added complication as well. So I, I feel for you in that regard because I know you catch a lot of stuff from you do Teddy or but, or Allison, you know, but you figure it out. Yeah, you fight right, through it. I mean. That's just part of being a, a father, right? <laughs> you know, so right. Um, I don't have that problem. Although when I'm in the when I'm working with Keyzone with the YMCA during the summer, I get exposed to a lot. Yep. Because then I'm around the little kids all day long. Right. And so if if one of them gets something, then it makes the rounds, and pretty soon everybody's got it, including the staff. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but for the most part, um, and every once in a while I'll catch something at the, the liquor store too, just because the amount of people come in and out. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? <laughs> Let's talk about last week. Let's talk about last week. Let's talk about last uh, week. On that happy note. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? I don't know. Where do you think? Should we say start on the high note or or the lower note? Start on the high note. Okay. Start on the high note. Uh, teams that are playing really really well right now include women's basketball and men's hockey. Also, the two teams I think they're track playing and field. Track and field also, although they just started, so it's hard. To yeah, get. they've only had one event. Yeah, so but it, it they was did good. well. It was very good. Yeah, they did yep. well. They did very, very um, well. But I wouldn't say they're playing well because they've had one event. Right. So, um, but men's hockey and women's basketball, I think, are playing really well right now. Um, I was really, really happy with what I saw in the game against Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, that Morris team, they are huge. Well, and that's kind of where <laughs> like I, we, we talked about it when right, we were yeah. here last week, saying yeah. – they're always the big team. But they're even bigger than they have been. And I was not expecting them to be as the big yeah, as they were. And that's why I think the result was a bit surprising to me because, yeah, they granted, were we are bigger big. than we've been, but we're still not big. No, we're not big. Um, you know, Charlotte had an okay game, um, but we'll get into that in a minute here. But, yeah, just for warm-ups, when Morris came out of the locker room, I looked at him and I thought, where is Tim finding these girls? <laughs> I, they were huge. You know, and Andrew, who is directing this for us, thank you, Andrew, he can tell you, they were huge. Mm-hmm. They came out of that locker room, I mean, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, across the board, 6'1". Six six, and I was like, Tim, where are you finding these girls? Um, uh, the one thing that they don't have is a lot of speed. Mm. And our speed really, really gave, gave, them, them, fits. gave them fits. Yep. Um, once we figured out their, their press, we broke their press really, really well. Mm-hmm. They run full-court press. Uh, they also play a lot of zone, which is interesting. They played a lot of 2-3 zone. And, um, you know, we were able to move the ball around. Uh, some of the press break stuff and some of the zone offense was textbook. And so they played really, really well. At least Bestin had a game. She went off. 
Um, you know, we talked about Javon Walker earlier. 19 in the points in the 19 first points. half. Yeah, she made five threes. I had people texting me at halftime going, what's the school record for points? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she had 19 at halftime. She ended right. up with 24. Yeah. But uh, Elise hit a bunch of threes. Um, but other people also made some some threes as mm-hmm. well in there, you know. And it, once they got rolling, it was pretty good. I was a little worried because in the first about three minutes, it was 5 nothing more. So yep. I thought, okay, they're just too big for us. Possibly. Right. And then, like, flipped a switch and just took over the game from there. Yep. And the game is over at halftime. Right. You know, essentially. Um, you know, I ended up 22 10 in the first, then the second. Well, it was what, 37 to 19 at halftime? Yeah, 37 I mean, to 19. Morris had as many points as at least did. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I was shocked. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. I thought it was going to be a, a tight game. Usually, games with Morris, when we play them, are tough and mm-hmm. tight. Uh, but yeah, this was, this was straight up. Uh, a really dominating and, and, and impressive performance. Help side defense was really good. Uh, forced Morris to try some really low percentage lobs where they went high low. They went high low a lot, and we were well drilled on that. We got a lot of steals out of that. Um, and defensively, we just gave them all kinds of fits, mm-hmm. um, especially down low. Uh, and Emily Daler put on a really good game too. Mm-hmm. She had a really good game. She was she only had I think eight points, but she had like eleven rebounds. Yeah, she led in rebounds. And she had you know four or five offensive rebounds where she just got inside and was not scared at all of their height. She just went in there, went at him, grabbed the ball, and went up and scored it. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple times, a couple putbacks in that uh, eight points, and she was really really good. So our post play was really good. You know, Charlotte had I think it was fourteen, and I think maybe eleven. She ended up. Getting whistled for a flagrant two at the end of the game, which it was, I had a hard time with it just because she was literally just trying to clear space. But they gave her flagrant two. She ended up getting ejected, and she was upset about it afterward. And I can see why. Um, You know, she just certainly did not mean to clear out that girl. She got her, you know, pretty pretty strongly, you know, with the elbow. But overall, I mean, that was about the only downside. And you know, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a pretty complete game. It was the best game I've seen them play this year, sure. so for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. So that was impressive. Now we'll turn to men's hockey, uh, seven and six now, finally mm-hmm. over the five hundred mark. Yeah, inconceivable a month ago. You yeah, know, when they start zero and four and one and five and lose again. So yeah, one win in your first six for them to be over five hundred right yeah. now, I think, probably opens some eyes. Yeah, yeah, and they they've been playing pretty well. I knew mm-hmm. they they were kind of hanging on for dear life a little bit against Northland at the end there. Yeah, they. They didn't play great, you know. I, and I think if you walk into that room and ask every single guy in there, you know, how did you play? It, it it wasn't a great game. No, it wasn't a great no. game. It wasn't. It was a by no means a fun game to watch. Yeah, you know, it was just it was kind of a slog. Yeah, that's kind of, and you have those. Mm-hmm. You have games where slogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I ended up three one. You know, Jackets won it. CJ Walker sealed it with an empty netter. But yep. yeah, it was a little bit hairy there going in that third period and got a little hairy at the end, but a little bit. Found a way to get the they job. They got it done. done. Yeah. You know, and you go back to last year when they, they played that team too in that the third meeting, you know, it was a two to one game. Yep. You know, over in uh, in Ashland. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it yep. ended up the way it did. Yeah. Yep. So they're now seven and six and five and two, which puts them in second place in the WIAC behind yep. Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think one game or what three points I guess ahead of Eau Claire is that right yeah okay so one point back of Stevens Point and yep and three, three, up, on Eau three up on Eau Claire who's in third so yep. good first half for the Yellow Jackets we'll see if they can build on in the second half mm-hmm. um turning the men's basketball women's hockey those are the teams are struggling right now yeah they're fighting uh, a little bit yeah uh men's basketball right now is they're struggling yeah they they're, they're like not three playing or four. very yeah they've lost three or four um they're not playing real well right now I'll be perfectly honest um you know they're going through some Stretches of play that are very uneven. They're turning the ball over at bad times. They're not getting stops defensively at times uh, when they really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shooting 
is a problem right now. Right. Uh, especially from long range. I mean, they went, I think it was a combined four for 27, uh, usually four for 31 and four for 32 from three this week, this weekend. And those two losses against crown and Morris well, there one for 14. Yeah. One for 14. That was a half court shot. And then against Morris the next thing, three out of 16. I mean, they're just not knocking down outside jump shots, which is a problem for this team. Right. Um, and they're doing some little things that they're just, that, that they weren't doing in the first five games, um, that are right now have to be, uh, even out, mm-hmm. you know, if they're going to have a successful part of the season, because now they're coming into a really tough stretch here. Yeah. Got to Claire tonight, um, you know, which will be a game they'll be on the radio with yours truly here uh, as we can record this on a Wednesday. Um, and then uh, they have, you know, the, the trip down to De Pere for St. Norbert's tournament. That's not going to be easy. That's not going to be easy where you're playing. There's good teams in there. Yeah, you're playing Dubuque and you're playing St. Norbert yep. on their home court. And then you got to come back and then, you know, you, you open up conference play the second half with Northland, which hopefully they'll be ready for. But, yeah, I mean, they – they need to sharpen some things up pretty quick here yep. because otherwise you could get away from them a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the women's hockey side, uh, we're playing well, and then they had a bit of a break, and now it's been a little bit of a slog here. The last three games, last three in a row, mm-hmm. got swept by St. Olaf in non-conference action two weeks ago, and then or this last weekend. This last weekend. And then got beat by St. Scholastica yesterday in game two of the bridge battle. Um, you know, it looks like they're giving up a few goals now. And well, they're, they're yeah. yeah, they're they're giving up some goals. But I think part of that too is they're they're taking a lot of penalties. Yeah, yeah. you know, you look back and that at, has been an issue. You in look the past. back at the box scores; <clears throat> they're taking a lot of penalties. They're giving up power play goals in there. Yeah, yeah Saints Glasgow scored two power play goals last night. Yeah, on Saturday when Saint Olaf was here, they gave up three power play goals in that one. Yeah, so yeah. you know they're giving up goals, but it's yeah. got a direct correlation to discipline and staying out of the penalty box. Yeah, you got to stay out of box, and that's something I know that Daniel's been trying to preach to him. Uh, it's been a problem at times in the past, mm-hmm. staying out of the box. Um, and, uh, you know, you gave up five goals on Friday against St. Olaf. You gave up four more on Saturday, and you gave up five to St. Scholastica last night. So Saturday was a heartbreaker, too, because they're up 3-1. That's what I heard, yeah. Going into the third period. Gave up two, yep, right away. one early, and then give up one about halfway through. And then, and then Uncle Mo goes the other direction, and then you, yep. you, know, and then you, you give up the power play goal late. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, they got some work to do too. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually closed up the first half this weekend. Yep. So I guess Concordia Moorhead. It's another non-conference series, but yep. um, yeah, hopefully they'll be able to at least win one of those. Maybe win. Yeah, I, I think just to just just for you know, by hook or by crook to get a, a win. Yeah, is is what that team. Yeah, needs. exactly. And then we turn to men's in men's and women's. Excuse me, indoor track and field and uh, defending the title conference defense begins. Yeah, the defending conference champions, both of them. Uh, the men. Picked right up where they left off, looks yep. like. Uh, they won four events at the uh, CSS. It's the They call it the early bird or the opener. Used to be the opener. Now it's the, now early, it's bird. the early bird. Yep. Um, but uh, four titles yeah. in there for the L Jacket men and a bunch, and I mean a bunch of PRs. I'm not quite sure how there was. Yeah, the, the men, I believe, had 33. Okay. I remember at 33 PRs and uh, 20 top tens. Four first place. Uh, Ethan Westmeyer breaks school record. His yep. own school record in the yep. 200. In the 200 meters. Shaving almost a quarter second off, which is a lot. Yep. Um, and I think he's second in the region right now. Yep. Or 11th in the region? Second in the region? Something like that. Yeah. It's second in the region and 11th I think he's in the 11th, I think he's 11th in the region. Okay. 11th in the region. Um, Maybe if I remember I that right, then I apologize if, it's, he was, if I have Yeah, that he, wrong. he was second in the race. Excuse yeah. me. Let me get he, that right. Yep. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then on the women's side, there were 24 PRs, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Again, apologies for not having my numbers straight. Right. And then I think they had 14 top 10s. Yeah. So yeah, So everybody's they're moving right along. Yeah, and, it, you know, you got young teams there. Yep. A lot of youth in there getting their first taste of – And the men and women of, of collegiate play. swept the conference, so, uh, you know, track awards for the week. Yep. So 
both the track and the field athletes of the week were swept by EWS on the men's side. That was uh, Wes Amer mm-hmm. and uh, Nate Oman. And yep. then on the women's side, it was Emma Johnson, who's a freshman, who, by the way, set this freshman record in the weight throw, I think it was. Yep, it was the weight throw. Yeah, and then uh, – She's another one that didn't, is in the top 15 in the yep. region, I believe. So And then, stop me if you've heard this before, Hallie Barker won uh, oh. the uh, – How about that? Me. Yeah, how about that? Never heard that before. No, that's only what, between cross country and now that's what four, four or five now. Four or five now for Hallie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things are moving right along. Glenn Drexler's got two good squads again, so we'll see uh, where they're at. I mean, the and they're man. off for a month now. Yeah, they're you not. Know, that's the weird thing about yeah. it is they they have that first event in December, then they're off till late January. Yeah, January twentieth, and then they'll be back here. They're back should here. be in at uh, Lady Ethereum Fieldhouse for mm-hmm. uh, hosting the Twin Ports Open, which they host every year. Right. Um, and so yeah, they've got a, w- a full month off now, mm-hmm. plus actually. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, – it looks like he's got two really good squads, and if they stay healthy, especially on the men's side, I mean, they're pretty much stacked. Yeah. Yeah, they're stacked. I mean, they brought back basically everybody from that team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's – it's yeah, they're, the men are definitely going to be the favorite to win the conference again, uh, and the women will be right there, I think, at the end too because they brought back a lot as well. So. Right. That was the week that was. The week that was. Um, anything you want to add to that? No. Okay. You yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, yeah. Went, went right through it. Yep, so, you got her. Yep. So – that's uh, that was the week that was, and uh, one more week to go, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll get a few good results before the before the winter break hits. Mm-hmm. So, and with that, we will take a break, and when we come back, we are going to sit down with Craig Morrissey, who, if you watched any of those events that uh, Matt was talking about here, probably was behind the camera yep. or producing or troubleshooting or setting up some kind of equipment or whatever it may be. We're going to chit chat with him a little bit about the iFan Sports Network, its origins, how far it's come, where it might be going. So it should be, uh, for me anyway, kind of an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've known Craig for a long time. Right. I've, worked, I've worked with him for a long time, so I, I know a little bit more, but yeah. Yep. So we'll have that conversation when we come back. You are listening and watching Eye of the Swarm. We're back for the roundtable segment of this week's Eye of the Swarm, and we are very happy to be joined by Craig Morrissey from the iFan Sports Network. And we said it as we were leaving the last segment, we'll say it again, pretty much over the last 15 years, 20 years, if you have watched a Yellow Jacket game online, no matter the sport, right? chances are either the person commentating or and or doing the camera and or producing and or updating the scoreboard and or et cetera is this guy right here, Craig Morrissey. So thanks for, for coming by today. We appreciate it. You're breaking my hidden secret. Well, you're not hidden anymore, <laughs> man. You're out there. Yeah, now you're out there. Because now, now they can see you and know who yes, you are. Yes, now that we're yes. on video, <laughs> yeah. the viewership has skyrocketed, so everybody knows. And it, it's funny because they still come up to him and go, are you the person who does the announcing? Yeah. So I was like, well, it's pretty much one of the three at this yeah, table. Yeah, one of the three of us. <laughs> That's and right. when we're doing it also, and like I said, it's being streamed and you hear John or me, He's behind the. He's camera. behind the camera. Usually. So yeah, camera tech. One of, one of them. I'm, yeah, I'm one there. Of them. One of them. If yeah. not, I'm at the game. So Swarm Central is fantastic. Thank you. Yes, appreciate it. Everybody loves gather it. a lot of points. We, we have a game. I met. We have a lot yeah. of people redeeming for pizza, mm-hmm. subs, Culvers, Culvers. So it's yeah. pretty much what they're doing. They're not. No one's really saving up for shirts or anything yet. They just they're, right. they're going for as much free food as they can get because there's a limit. You can't have somebody getting 10 pizzas out of us. So there's a limit to how much people can get. But, right. yeah. you know, the, it's been pretty robust so far in the it amount is. Yeah, of... I think that the, the reception to the app has been really good, hasn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, it's been and a we good We kind of went into it without really setting a goal. You know, it was just kind of yeah. let's, let's see how the first year goes, and, you know, we'll develop goals for years two through five on it after that. So right. 
you know, it's well, it's, it's like the newest thing too. Like it's like the latest thing, and you know, we like to be on that kind of cutting edge. Well, of it's interesting because you find out that people, rather than using the website, yeah, will use the app. We'll use the app to find right. a schedule. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, huh. Spend, we've spent all this money over the years digging, on this website, and right, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll go to the app. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. just digging into some of those numbers, trying to pull out where they're coming from mm-hmm. for views, and being that you have the links on there for the radio station as well as for iFan, and mm-hmm. I mean, we're starting to pull viewers in that way as really? well. So, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. That's interesting. Well, so that's the thing. Like, I feel like with the, the social media age that we're in now, mm-hmm. like, even if you're getting like apps and all this other kind of stuff, like, it, it feeds into other things. Right, social media or you know oh, yeah. other apps mm-hmm. or or web you know websites or whatever because it's all like interconnected. It feels like so like if you get promotion and all of a sudden Swarb Central is a big deal, now all of a sudden you can click on iFan, you can click on you know you know the radio station yep. and find out when we're all going to be on the air or doing you know whatever it is that we're going to be doing. Right. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's very collaborative now, and it, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. that's one of the good parts I think of social media. Yeah. I mean, everybody yes. knows I have my reservations about it overall, <laughs> but. This is one of the good things about it. This is this is where it can be a really positive sure. thing, I think. Yeah. So, so how did this start? How did the iFan Sports Network come to be? Uh, well, it started uh, early, well, mid two thousand three, uh, and it really started because we didn't have a lot of opportunities for media. Mm-hmm. Uh, radio station was nothing really around. Uh, football would get covered. Um, or random games throughout the year through uh, some of the various local uh, radio stations. So Mm -hmm. we wanted something a little more consistent, so we were going to do a radio broadcast. And uh, our partner that we streamed with at that time said, hey, would you like to do video? And, well, with my partner Dave Williams, which we'll give him the shout-out on that too, uh, he has television production background, and uh, as well as working radio stations for a lot of years, said yes. And so, uh, so midway through 2003, uh, we played with all that information and trying to figure out how to make it work on a dial-up network, uh, which uh, internet was not the most <laughs> best and robust uh, back in those days. Right. Um, which you were using things like Clearwire if you want to bring out some old wireless technology. Uh, so. Yeah, it really started there, and then from that standpoint, it just got to the point either we do something with this or we have to just say, let's disband and move. So right. uh, we had a couple of great people that were involved early on and said, okay, let's go, let's make this happen. Mm-hmm. So 2004 we started, and then from there it's been gangbusters learning, adding new technologies, uh, and then technology gets better, hardware gets better. Uh, which means your picture and production gets better. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, if I remember right, it was kind of a vehicle more or less for football and basketball at the beginning. Yeah, we didn't really go crazy. We were doing different things. Um, obviously, it was the high school sports, where our very first broadcast was Northwestern High School football game, and uh, which has been interesting because I've done stuff throughout the state and different uh, – um, tournaments and that sort of thing and I had a comment the other two years ago it was a gentleman from the WIAA said boy you guys are pioneers of the streaming world here in Wisconsin and he's like I remember watching these little schools up in northern Wisconsin playing basketball and such and we would never have known 
had you not been there doing those games. So it was really neat to hear that. It's a nice right. compliment. And being we're in our 19th season of broadcasting, it uh, goes by so fast. <sighs> Telling me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, and you've been around just as long. So, right. I mean, it's uh, – I think this is year 18 or 17 and a half for us with UWS. So um, – We've gotten to see some fantastic games, some great athletes come through and have great conversations uh, on, off the courts and fields, and mm-hmm. it's been it's been a lot of fun. When you and Dave initially took your waded into the pool on this, did you imagine twenty years? Did you really no, think it I would don't, go, have gone this long? Not really. I guess I never really and thought about involved. how, how yeah. long it would go. It was just a lot of fun mm-hmm. and. For me, coaching, playing, all that, this was my way of being involved mm-hmm. without, you know, for lack of better words, having the politics right. Right. per se, yeah. right? So now I get to go in, I get to share with coaches, uh, SIDs, ADs, uh, parents, players, and the only thing I worry about is where we on? Uh, you know, so <laughs> right. yeah. uh, that's my biggest thing. About- and. Yeah, in the biggest defense thing. or anything like right, that, yeah. I can just worry about <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so for us, it's been a lot of fun because mm-hmm. we have a lot of great people that have come in. A lot of people have donated time. A lot of people have worked for small dollars for us for over the years, and we were doing things at different times where we were doing it on a shoestring, and people would. If we kind of pulled the curtain back at that point, people would be like, what was going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think back to those days, uh, uh, we would work with My9, uh, which we helped uh, Tom Hansen. Uh, shout out to him in the class and because the class, they're yes. tuning in yep, here. They're tuning in. But uh, you think back to those times, uh, we helped start the My9 Sports Network, and we were doing replays uh, for right. UMD football. And you know how those were being done at that time? NVRs, we had three NVRs stacked up with the cameras all connected to those, which we were recording. And we had one person that would sit and would pause it, rewind, play it, play it in slow-mo, could rewind, go frame by frame. Seems like so much work. And and it was, but while we didn't have the $30,000 for a three-play system right. uh, to go with our TriCaster. So we had to come up with different ways. And uh, Dave was the one that kind of came up with that uh, idea and... No one knows on the backside. It's just right. what it comes out on the screen. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it worked well. But yeah, things have all changed. Things gotten a lot easier and a lot more refined in that standpoint. So it's funny because I actually my first broadcasting gig I worked directly with Craig and Dave, and I was on my nine. Yep. In <laughs> fact, was... I think I have some of those videos. Do I you? think I just found them the, the Did other you? day. Okay. Yes. I, I was a color commentator for. UWS men's and women's hockey, which at that time was actually being televised on my nine. And uh, that was my first broadcasting gig. I was the color man, and my play-by-play was a guy named Mark Lang who came from UW-Whitewater. And then I think he came for a year, and then he left. And so I met Dave and Craig pretty much right out the, right out the shoot. Like as soon as I stepped into that role, because Steve Nelson is actually the one who hired me to be the color commentator. Um, because uh, the Northland News Center was providing the play-by-play mm-hmm. guy. So then they were looking for color. Uh, and Steve Nelson, the former athletic director and men's hockey coach who you played for, John, yep. he hired me to be the color commentator. Uh, I had no experience in broadcasting whatsoever at that time. 
and I came in, and I remember the first day, but we had a lot of fun, and I met you, and I met Dave that day, and it was like, these, these are pretty good guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this, and uh, here I am now in 2023, right. having known you guys ever since then. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been kind of, uh, even for me, it's kind of cool to see the evolution of it all, because mm-hmm. um, for a while, iFam was also doing UMD athletics, and I did a fair amount of UMD sports with Craig as well for... Yep. for iFans. So I've had a very personal relationship with these guys for a while, and you have as well. Um, so um, it's been cool, but it is kind of weird to sit back and go, between the three of us, it's like all these years have gone by. <laughs> right. Well, you think about yeah, how many like, games that is. Uh, I mean, and we're even less than what we used to do. Well, I mean, we'd be in the seven, eight hundred, yeah. nine hundred well, events what I was in a ask year. about how big it got. You know, because you made a reference to UMD, but right. you were here, you were at UMD, you had St. Scholastica for a while, I Correct. believe. You yep. had Spear High School, you had Northwestern Soul and Springs High School for we a while. We did some there. We've I mean, done stuff at South Shore, yeah, out so in Ashland. I We've mean, been... you got very, very big. Yeah. Uh, and I'm probably almost too big. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as workers and capability, equipment, and, uh, you know, all this is related to our sponsors that mm-hmm. allow us to be able to do what we do. And... But we had so much fun doing this stuff. Uh, in fact, uh, we worked with the uh, uh, athletic union, the AAU stuff, and uh, uh, Keith Noel was one of our connections there. We used to go down to UW-Stout, and we would do all the basketball tournaments down there. And so we got to know all kinds of people. Next thing you know, they're like, hey, we have a world inline hockey championships going on. It goes every I year. That. Yep, I remember so about that. So they're yep. like, we're not really sure where it'll be. Well, okay, we're in, we're in Detroit, we're in Philadelphia, we're in LA for quite a few years, and uh, so we'd send like five guys out there, and they'd work and do thirty games in a day because they were super short games, mm-hmm. but uh, they're super fast, and and then take a day, go to Disneyland or something just to reward everybody. But right. everybody had a lot of fun, and that's yeah. that's kind of really what we're still kind of based on. It's just everybody just relax, have fun. We'll make sure everything goes, and we make it personable, um, which keeps a lot of that people you, going. That you definitely do. And yeah. it's it's it should be fun. It, yeah. If, it, if you're not in sports media to have fun, then you're in it for the wrong reason. Right. Yeah. Because there, it is – so none of us are getting rich in this media. No, no, none of us, <laughs> no. None of us are wealthy. No. Um, but if you have a passion for it and you end up working with people that are really good people, it's it's just the benefit of the of the of the job. I mean, you end up with you know a really collaborative kind of fun, simulating atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, especially intellectually, because you know one of the things that Craig does so well is you know he brings in young guys that are excited about it you know right. he's brought in a couple guys that like new guys this year and for instance there's like three or four guys that have come in this year that i've you know that have worked behind the scenes been working on camera or whatever it is um you know uh, xavier for instance is another sure. one. you know xavier walt who is uh i worked with him during the soccer season um and now he's more of a sideline reporter for basketball because he doesn't know it quite as well yet he's still learning it yep. but it's one of those things where you're um you're bringing in these young guys that are excited about it. you know xavier wants to do it you know, when he when he gets out of school, right. that's one of the things, you know, that he wants to do. Uh, um, and you've brought in a couple other guys also behind the scenes right now that people don't necessarily know, mm-hmm. but are putting in a lot of hours. You know, Gabe for the last few years was a guy that, that came in and, and did a lot. So, um, you know, I, I think it's really cool because you're opening up those educational opportunities as well. And it seems like, you know, the students are gravitating toward it and they're enjoying their experience with it. Well, and so. I think part of that too, I got to 
think Tom Hansen involved yeah. with that. As he's been involved with us for a lot of years right. as well, and he's such a great advocate on our side. Um, and now helping out with uh, the multimedia journalism major here at UWS, it's uh, that's been really kind of fun because that's where these people are the people that we're looking for. Right. But now we got an avenue that we can allow that to expand and grow and try. And, right. you know, there's no harm in trying and not maybe doing it perfect the first time. Right. Uh, you know, I say we're not curing a lot of ills. What we are doing is filling a void where people can't get here. Yep. They'll be able to see it. Right. Yeah. Or we can capture those moments that maybe it was – you know, a kid's first goal of, on varsity or maybe his first minutes uh, playing here at on campus. And, you know, and those are all things to be celebrated. And and I've been looking at this a lot more, too, it just kind of going back and looking at, you know, when you – we really should be celebrating, especially our lower levels, the even the high school side of things, because you're looking at less than 2% of kids move on to play at a higher level institution. Right. And – so a lot of these kids, this is their experience, what they're going to take yep. when they go off and, and tell people, and they're going to remember those memories. And we should be celebrating all those players, you know, at that level. And then we can move up here because those have taken that next step, and, and we get to share in those too. So um, so even the ones that are sitting all the way down the bench, every single one of them, you think of that, they were in that top 2% that are here. So they can yep. – play they could participate they can do it and uh so that's what we want to really celebrate on that and i'm hoping that comes through but mm -hmm. i know we still get parents that come in and say yep i'm here the husband the wife stayed home because they wanted to listen to you so uh, and then send a shout out so uh yeah that's fun that's fun for we us we get that and one of the things i've, I've personally experienced that when it comes to men's women's soccer with uh, uws here especially when they watch on ifan i, I think that's I've gotten a lot of compliments, and I, I don't know, Craig, if you have too, but of our production quality for our soccer broadcasts mm -hmm. um, because soccer is not an easy sport for people who don't know it real well. Right. And thankfully, between Craig's camera work and, and with my uh, work in play-by-play, -play, we get a lot of compliments about our production quality and stuff like that. And I, you know, and that, that I, I take great pride in that, and I also say, though, you know, Craig, Craig's a lot of that too, you know, behind mm -hmm. the scenes. Yeah. And, you I, know. It's fun. Like yeah. I said, it's fun to be in and do that. Yep. Don't matter what, for us, the production side of things, that's fun. It's always fun. Like, you know, we have our, our partnership with KUWS. I get to take you off the radio. And I enjoy sitting and listening to you. I listen to you when I'm not at the rink and you're on the road. I listen to it and I get the little laughs and I'll send you a text occasionally <laughs> like, oh, that was a good one. You know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's fun. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's... Uh, it's about joy and really enjoying it. And like I said, you guys all make it easy as well. And we're looking at all these new folks that are coming in, having some real energy and really wanting to get into that. I mean, it's the same if you go with the production crew here for all the camera folks. Uh, mm -hmm. The photography side of this, uh, you know, those guys are all fantastic. And they all have ideas and they all want to share ideas and uh, we got a couple that we're going to look at trying to institute and uh, share across the board, too. So Do some, tell. No, 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 no. Oh, we're not dipping in too far yet. Okay. Yeah. But uh, we got to try before we uh, yeah. reveal. So uh, we got a couple things to work on there, but that, that well, should be pretty fun. And as far as, like, D3, 
you know, just multimedia groups. I mean, ours is as good as it gets, I think. Yep. I mean, I can't think of another Put them up against anybody. Yeah, that does what, you know, the amount of, of not only the amount of stuff that we do, but do it well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, and that goes across the board. That's iFan. That's, you know, me and John at, at 91.3. That's, uh, you know, Holden and Harry and Andrew and, you know, and everybody else that works in, in the multimedia and the graphics side of things. And um, it's, it's just a real fun process to be around because like I said I don't think that there are a lot of D3 schools that do as much as we do in terms of multimedia I just can't think no. of I mean even this podcast you know right. this is something that's pretty unique to us so you know if, if you don't have as many good people as we have doing it things like this just don't come around and uh, you know it's a, real, it's a real compliment I think to everybody you know and we have a really good crew <laughs> I mean, we do yeah our, our staff is really we're very good. fortunate that yeah. way you yeah. know and, and we're also lucky I'll even go up higher to have Nick, right? Yeah, Bursick, the athletic director, who is always willing to, yeah, give it a shot. Yep, let's try this. He doesn't tell yeah. us no very often. No, no, let, let's try it for He's better had, or worse. Yeah, let's try it because we're just adding more work to our plates. But let's yeah. let's try it. It's a very forward-thinking approach, and mm-hmm. I and I, I for one have really enjoyed watching it kind of unfold. You know, um, you know now now that we're all grizzled veterans and we've been doing this for a while, but when you start out, you do have to have that kind of bravery a little bit about it. Sure, you do have mm-hmm. to kind of say. Okay, there's going to be you know some mistakes along the way. We're not going to do everything perfectly. Um, I tell people all the time, I've never had a picture perfect broadcast in my career. I'm in, I'm 14 years in. Something always gets messed up, but that's the way it goes. And you have to be willing to just you know accept that fact and move on and have fun and then just continue to get better and better with more reps. And that's really what it comes down to. Like, then that's one of the things I tell people all the time when I've had interns, whether it's at UMD or with UWS or when I was at, you know, guys shadowing me at IFAN because Craig's had a few staffers mm-hmm. shadow me, yep. um, you know, when I'm doing a game for IFAN. Um, you know, that's what I try to make. Just make sure you have fun with it. Right. You don't worry about the mistakes. The mistakes are going to happen. You know, we're, we're not a perfect entity. But, and again, yeah. we're, we're not yeah. curing cancer here. No. Nobody is dying because of what we are or are not doing. Right. right. Yeah. You know? Well, and like for us too, like we work really hard with our sponsors to make sure that we keep this free for everybody. So, right. so we don't have to have those grandmas and grandpas uh, trying to put credit cards in and then, yeah. oh, this work didn't work. Oh, now I charge it three times and now I'm going to spend a lot of time trying to credit yeah, now things your Sunday is And as it is, yeah. I still get emails and it still bothers me that we have people that complain about broadcasts. And I can't believe Very that you that said that. Free service, is, yeah, isn't up to well, par. Well, and it's you know, and it's like, oh, you shouldn't have said stuff like that or whichever. And it's coming from opposing teams, and I. We try to be very, very fair across yeah. the board because yeah. we know that uh, fans are coming from the other side as well. Uh, other people that may not have ever been to a game here. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, we want to make sure that we put everything in the best light. We try to right. talk nice about every player team, but yet we're still a home production. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I could point out some really savage broadcasts uh, <laughs> when uh, you go to uh, visiting or opponents. Yeah. Uh, places. So um, I think we've done a really that's, nice well, job with that. That's one of the things that you and I have talked about. Um, you know, There's times over the years where I've just kind of went, ooh, we'd never get away <laughs> with saying that. Yeah. Or, well, right. I've, yeah. I've never, like, John and I, I mean, we're we're both kind of students of it. We listen, we, we listen to other broadcasts. Mm-hmm. We, we, we watch other broadcasts. Um, I never wanted to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that is constantly ripping on the other team or the officials because then it's not a, a pleasant experience. The whole point is to make it a pleasant, 
you know, a pleasurable experience. Well, and and in some ways you're doing that. You're making yourself the show. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. we are not the show. Exactly. You know, the show I'm telling the story the, that, of the thing that I'm seeing. Right. That's yep. all I am. I'm just conveying yep. what's We don't want to be the story. The story no. is what's happening on the field. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's one of the things that I always try to be. I mean, I, I tell people what my approach is because that's one of the biggest questions I get asked. You know, how much do you slant it toward the home team? I said I slant it toward the home team, obviously, because I'm their voice. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if the other team makes a really nice play, I'm not going to hold gonna back. I'm going to call a spade a spade Yeah, there. I'm going to call a spade a spade. That was a really nice play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really nice defensive play by so-and-so. Really nice shot by so-and-so. Really nice, you know, blockout or whatever it is. You know, getting the steal. Nice, you know, in basketball, I say that quite a bit. Um, you know, because they're athletes. They're working hard. And there's no reason not to give them credit for what they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I mean, because... And that's going back to what I was yeah. saying about celebrating the athlete as it is. Because, I mean, I was standing in the hallway looking at last year's GPA. 3.6, 3.7 as a team. Like, that's incredible when you sit it's and break insane. that down. I mean, yeah. that's about as what you would want to achieve yeah. as yeah. thinking of as an athletic director of having your teams excel in the classroom, but then also doing all the time and work that they need to do within their craft, uh, which is that's just Phenomenal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and then they're winning conference titles, a lot of them, and you mm-hmm. know those those are special things. You know, they're going to NCAA tournaments and other other stuff. Um, so it, it's it's sort of almost like the, the sports side of it. I mean, while it's it's a big part of their lives, it's it, when they do well, it's just kind of like the icing on the cake because there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that people don't know, right? And that's the part that we try to be sensitive to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the same way, I don't try to call out officials all that much. If there's a really egregious call, I will bring it up, but. You know, I, well, I'm, not somebody, I'm not somebody who rides the officials. And, John, you're not usually either. No. So, yeah. And it's the same for injuries, too, yeah. right? right. Uh, I yeah. mean, our camera is not zoomed in to find facial expressions or, yeah. you know, try to really diagnose what's happening out there. Let the professionals handle that's what that. That's the trainers and, are there uh, for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we'll find some other things to look at on yeah. camera while, exactly. while that's happening. And, exactly. you know, hopefully show the the good result afterwards of walking off or whichever, but right. you yep. know, we don't need to showcase bad stuff. There's enough just on news that get to cover right. all that. I, right. I want to cover what's happening, all the good stuff out here and make that a memory. Yep. Yep. Where does it go from here? You know, you're 20 years into this now. I mean, what, where does it go? Well, twenty. Well, does over it, eighteen, we're illegal now. <laughs> a legal network. We're a legal network now. Okay, yeah. in two yeah. more years, your, no, ne- your mean, network it's... can buy its own beer. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I guess never really put a number on it either, right? It's mm-hmm. one as long as having fun, as long as we can have people helping, and whether that's paid or you know, we're pulling interns in and all that. And that's kind of where that step has gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've talked with Tom over the years, a lot of different ideas about what we would like to see for, quote, that UWS channel, so to speak, yep. on our network. And, um, you know, it, it's been great. I'm a graduate from here. I love giving back. I love showcasing talking about it. In fact, I was, uh, I have a day job, right? So... Uh, talking with that's a uh, great point. It is, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so at that standpoint, I was talking with a counterpart uh, within our company down in Chicago who graduated from UWS back in uh, well, it was like eighty six, eighty seven, something of that nature. Talking about the school and all that, and how many great memories he had about it. Mm-hmm. I said, "Boy, you'd hardly recognize it to a degree if you came on campus again today." Right. And he goes, I know, I was just there and took a drive through and was telling 
my family about all this and that. And uh, so that's really neat to be able to come back, see the changes. Mm -hmm. And this campus has been revolutionized as, as far as uh, the amenities that are here, all the different pieces. It's not your same old, what you would think a UW-Superior once was. Right. No, it, it, it definitely it's changed even since I've been here. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and now we got the stadium coming in the spring, and um, you know there there are future plans there in terms of the athletic facilities, long term plans. But uh, you know, it's one of the things we talked about with Nick Bursick. You know, mm -hmm. when we had him on, was was the stadium coming up, and then uh, the other renovations that want to be done, you know, on campus. And you know, while it's a, a ways down the road, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those campuses I feel like that is very progressive in terms of. Of, of always trying to better the situation on campus, uh, making pretty honest assessments about uh, facilities and athletics or otherwise. Um, and, you know, that that's one of the things, I mean, you talked about, you know, you, you're an alum and you like giving back. I mean, all three of us are alums at this table. Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason why we've stayed. Right. <laughs> you know, um, you know, and it's because, you know, we're passionate about the community. You know, we're passionate about UWS. Um, UWS has been really good to all three of us. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when you have that kind of, you know, experience and you have that kind of uh, connection to a campus, it's really special, mm -hmm. special. And uh, it's what makes UWS unique, I think. Right. So thinking about how far I go, I don't know. We got new stadiums coming. I got so much more fun stuff for the do. And, uh, <laughs> you know, helping with uh, layout, some of those press box uh, layouts and, well, uh, and ideas. And, and that's, I mean, that's uh, a what does that do as a new facility do for yeah. what you're you're going to be able to to put out over the air yeah well you know, it and, depends well, on what all makes it through the budget on that side of things right <laughs> <laughs> what was and wasn't yes, cut out comes so out. But again, it's a collaborative <laughs> effort though because yeah. you know we like that's the cool thing about the stadium coming up is that we know now pretty well between ifan the radio station what we need in order to be successful and have a, a quality, you know, broadcast situation in the press box, not, a, and that's including also the this, the game workers, mm -hmm. you know, that also have to be up there. So that's all, you know, part of the planning for things like that. I was just thinking about some of this stuff, right? So some of the things we need, right? We need internet and power, I have right? All over. And those I two remember from day one. <laughs> I remember pulling in a big cart, running a generator. Yeah, Hot I mean, spots, all these different yep. things, and uh, hiding out in closed little things. We brought the trailer in. We had uh, some. Some of the baseball and softball broadcasts were truly unique. Yes, they were. They Craig and I one time for uh, this was with iFan. We did a crown doubleheader for softball. Remember this? And we were actually behind the fence out in center field. <laughs> oh yeah, I, we've done <laughs> plenty of those. He was actually in the poking. Past. It was me and him. It was just me and him. I was doing play by play, and Craig was on my right, and he had the camera, and he was literally poking it through the chain link fence. Because this was before, you know, the, the NBC right. Spartan Sports Complex right. was around. Yep. So we were playing across the street over in Liebert. Yeah, over at Liebert. And <laughs> yep. That, was, well, that's because we could get power out there. Yeah, right. exactly. And, because uh, there's so, a plug-in actually on, I think, the, the, the uh, light pole. Yep. <laughs> yep. We had to use Off the, the scoreboard, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So these yep. were the kind of things, though, that when we were first doing this stuff that we had to come up with. It's really well, unique. <laughs> and those things, I'd have to be there two hours beforehand, too, because right, I had yeah. to carry everything out of the vehicle, set everything up, find power, make sure the Internet was stable enough. Um, well, there were several times you know, we did so, games over there where I would say, Craig, are we going to be able to get this done? He's like, oh, just bear with me. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. then, just hold on. We yeah, still got we, three minutes before yeah. the game starts. Uh, yeah, because you know. so, you're getting down, and you're like, oh, my gosh. But somehow we always seem to get through it. So that was mm -hmm. the – 
But yeah, there were some truly inventive. And if you want to like go down memory road with Craig, he'll tell you some truly unique oh, stuff we've had. Some incredible stories, especially yeah. when we go back in. Uh, yeah, we got stories that we could tell forever. I know Don Layton would always talk about we should have wrote a book because there's so many fun stories and going how you get set up and do things. And, and I still get those challenges too, because I still do sled dog races. So I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, you got to be creative on how you get the cameras to work when it's 40 below and right. uh, bad wind chills and all that stuff. It was, and pretty, it was pretty funny on that one because that was a super cold day that day and the wind was actually hitting us. <laughs> and I remember in between games, um, this is, uh, like I said, this was a number of years ago. This was probably, I don't know, 20, 2014, 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. In between games, we just like dashed into his truck and we sat there for like 20 minutes and then we, because we were both freezing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So oh, yeah. we got into his truck and then we came back out and then did the second game. <laughs> like, so, I mean, but yeah, there's been some truly of- unique, like, experiences and I can I can say that firsthand I mean John I know you've seen them too yep uh, and you and I have also had some really unique setups on the road for games yep <laughs> that we've had to do so um, people don't really necessarily understand I think how creative we have to be at times. no it, I, I don't think they do yeah I know like I, I get things they, to work I think if they understood if they understood the amount of time that goes into it and how creative you have to be sometimes running 200 feet of extension cord to get power to yeah. a location or the one time in an arena that I had to have 250 feet of phone line so yeah. that I could plug in and still be in the rink to call a game. I had that too. You I, know, that, that yeah. those kinds of things, They, I think they'd be less apt to go, hey, wait a second here, I got a complaint. <laughs> I think they'd be less apt to do that if they knew how much actually went into just getting something like this on the air. Well, I think about all the equipment that we haul around, well, used to, not so much as slimmed down a lot now, mm-hmm. but... You talk about that. Oh, am I going to need an extension cord at 25 feet, 50 feet, 200 feet? Mm-hmm. Oh, am I going to need Ethernet cables of 20 various feet, lengths? 25 feet? 25 feet? Yeah, uh, well, exactly. So I'm coming in with a trailer to go do a broadcast <laughs> down right. the street. Well, and John and I, when we started out, or at least when I started out, we were both hauling bags of stuff everywhere we went mm-hmm. because that's the way you had to do it. Yep. And I remember we did a game. I did a game at Alberno. This was this is like my big iFan story, which kind of cracks me up. I was actually calling the game from the hallway in the building next door, looking through a window. And I could not actually, because Alverno didn't have any internet connections in their gym, and we were on the road. And it was game two of a doubleheader, because we had played, um, uh, this is Sally Lindsmeyer's in junior year, I want to say. Anyway, we're, we're down there playing Alverno, and I'm literally in the, in the different building. And there's a hallway behind me where people are walking behind me, and I'm doing this game. And I had to run, I think it was 150 feet of phone line, because we were still on phone line at that time. And I was actually connected to the athletic director of Alverno's like phone, like that was where I was getting my my line out. And then I'm calling the game, and I'm like, "This is already bizarre," because I like you can't hear anything. Right. So I'm literally calling a game, and all you're hearing is me talking. There's no atmosphere, there's no nothing. And then, out of the blue, I look up about midway through the second quarter. I turn and I look, and on my right, here's Dave Johnson from IFAN, who somehow has driven seven hours from Superior. <laughs> <laughs> and he, now he's in this hallway taking a picture of me, and I was like, "Have I like, like have I gotten psychotic? Like, what? Why is Dave? Where Johnson, did he come yeah, from? Where did he come from? Why is he here? Uh, I mean, that's and that photo made the rounds then too, because he put it on Facebook, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! Here's Matt doing the game." And I was like, How do, "Like, it was just." <laughs> and was, part of that, that's where you talk about good people too, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are the folks. Uh, Dave Johnson, for example, fabulous camera guy. Yeah, he came to us because he was just somebody that was at home. And didn't want a kid just lazily going back and forth. He's like, 
well, I can do better than that. So he's like, can I run camera for you? And this was like the first year in Superior at the high school. And mm-hmm. uh, now like, he's sure. really good. Like he's like the main He's fantastic. Yeah. But, but he cares so much about sports in our area that he'll go stand out on a street corner and wait for that bus to roll by just to snap a picture of it or, right. or something. You yeah. know, he's mm-hmm. just always, a, always listening, always watching. And uh, it's fun to have those people too because, man, I get some crazy messages that come across. Did you know... No, I did not. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, awesome. I, I gotta share that. So, well, then the like my favorite, also my favorite road story, <laughs> was the NCAA tournament down in Whitewater with the women's basketball team, where we <laughs> speeding ticket. Yeah, the speeding ticket on the way out. We ran out of gas on the way down. Then <laughs> <laughs> this great was, thing is, is I was not part of you that. You were not part of that, but that was an iFan broadcast. It was, right. it, yes, was it was me, and I was also doing it on the radio. Yeah. So we were down there, and Don Layton was driving, and what ended up happening was we ended up. So this is after you told me, like, because the NCAA used to allow the media to ride with the team. Now he can't do that anymore. So we had to find a ride. So we all rode together. And we went down to the cities, and we had to pick up Sam and Dave. Yep. Dave Williams, who you, you brought yep. up, came from South Dakota to actually produce the game. And that, again, shows kind of the dedication. Brought his son, Sam, who was also really good yeah. with him. So it was me and Don, and we were in the front, and then Sam and Dave in the back room. And on the way out, we're driving, and we get past, and he's, like, talking away. Don just keeps talking, 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 talking. And pretty soon we get near Madison. We were supposed to like stop for gas at some point. Don just didn't bother to notice that the, the, the you know the light was on and that we were running. <laughs> so we literally ran out of gas. And we were on the side of the road and the cops had to come. <laughs> we had to call the police. And we were literally on the side of the road. And then oh you know my gosh. It, it it was just epic because when we finally did get to the hotel, <laughs> the entire women's team, their parents, everybody were waiting for us because they'd all heard now that we were Stuck mm-hmm. on the road. We had run out of gas. And Emily Carpenter's father, Jerry, Emily Carpenter, who's the women's basketball coach now here, walked right up to us. He said, I got five bucks. You guys need some gas? <laughs> that was the first thing he said when we walked into the hotel. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then on the way back, after the game's over, we get nap for speeding at the, almost the same exact same spot going the opposite direction because Don's talking away again and is, again, not paying attention. We're going like 90. <laughs> and we get Gotta pulled get over. Home. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we, now, we're getting, now we get pulled over on the way back. So we ran out of gas on the way out in that one spot. And then we got caught speeding in that same spot going the other way. And then Don, after that, he, he begged off and he was just like, you know what, I'm driving 70 the rest of the way. So he was like, <laughs> he was like staring at it. He's like, Gloria's never going to let me hear the end of this. And the. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Don Layton is, <laughs> these are the kind of things that happen with Don, and he is the legendary voice yes. of the iFan Sports Network. But I mean, that's a perfect like encapsulation of what the relationship has been like. It's just, <laughs> it's just. Well, and is he doing the, the games piece? tonight? Actually, uh, no, he is not. Okay. Actually, not tonight. Uh, they have uh, something going on tonight. I can't remember what it is, but uh, he's not there this evening. The, but the, the next time Don is doing an, an iFan broadcast. Feel free to text him because he'll give you his phone number, and say something about running out of gas. Yes, ask him about <laughs> ask him about running out of gas and also getting caught speeding. Yes, on on, on the interstate with me and and Sam and Dave in the car. I was going to say there's a there's a lot of great stories and like that yeah. And I think about all these uh, for the high school we travel to do the football games because there's only nine football games and man I'll tell you some of the best travel some of the best stories you hear. Some of them you hear multiple times, but they're funnier the next time you mm-hmm. hear them. And, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. And 
time goes by so quickly when you're on those trips, but a lot of good memories. Well, and that's, for sure. that's part of the experience of it. Like we, we talk about that story that I just brought up and saying, Oh my God, it was, it was horrible, but it was fun. Like even that, I was just like, this is so typical, but this is one of those stories that we can tell like later on in life, you know? And so, yeah, well, you can ask like, Don about, yeah. about that. You can ask him about our bear experience. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's still going around. So, uh, um, yeah, I'll let him tell that story, but uh, it's no, we have a ball a good together, one. though. I but mean, that's the it point, is fun. Is we yeah. have fun together. It yeah, is. I mean, and and these stories wouldn't be quite so fun if it wasn't for the fact that we do have fun together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. yeah. So yeah. Well, and it's all in the joy of sharing it. Right. It's painting that picture. I mean, mm-hmm. all artists in that category of just being able to paint a really good picture of what's happening and. You know, in way back in the day, and I could give Steve Nelson a shout out too because we said, "Here's what we want to do." He said, "You want to do what?" And we, yeah, okay. Sounds very yep, Nelly. Good. Yeah, that's very Steve. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on, do what you want. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it started. But at that same sense, we really got in, got some great stuff, took it in a great direction, and uh, you know, it's continuing to today. Yeah, and, and like I said, I give full credit to Steve Nelson for helping me in my career because he gave me that in. And it was, it was a really interesting conversation because I walked into his office and he basically said uh, something. He asked something to the effect of like, so, you have, you have you know experience in sports. And I'm like, yeah, a fair amount of it. And he's like, yeah, I heard. You're hired. <laughs> and I was kind of like, well, okay. Uh, like, yeah, there were, no que- okay. there were no real questions asked other than that. And I said, um, that's it? And he was like, yep, oh, you're perfect. You're exactly who we're looking for. So I'll set you up, okay? Okay. You know, and that was pretty much, you know. And then later on when I became uh, play-by-play voice, because at that time I was only doing color, it was the same conversation basically. I walked in, and the only thing I said to him was, Steve, I've never done play-by-play. doesn't matter. You'll be fine. Yep. At some You'll point, yeah, at some of us, your own way. none of us have. At some point, yeah, we right. were all in the same boat. Yeah, that, exactly. exactly. You know, I was terrified when they told me I was doing it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, you know, and you know, John Munson was the same way. He was kind of like, oh, "Well, we'll give it a shot. See what you see what you sound like." Mm-hmm. And then after one half, he was listening to me, and he said, "Pretty good." Well, this Pretty is good. just like radio we'll keep and you. TV right yeah. now. Uh, a big, large crowd out there, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah. so no, the so, class, I mean, class really is over. To, so yeah, yeah. some <laughs> of them probably stayed, but because they some couple of them usually do. But yeah, I you know. But that's that's the fun part of it, though. Is right. it is when you have those stories about how you got. I mean, because I, I like, at a certain point, I kind of like got thrown in the deep end of the pool, and I think that's how you feel at a certain point when you get into it, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're on air. You know, it's not so much if you're behind the, the camera, but when you're on air for the first time, it can be a little bit of that. You know, they just kind of like the eyes get big and they kind of freeze up a little bit, and then you're not quite sure, right? You yep. know, but uh, yeah, it was. But it's the willingness to try. You right. Know, yes, exactly. You have to have the like willingness said, to give it a shot. You yeah. get those uh, young guys that are excited about that, want to try something different, mm-hmm. and they're not scared to try it. Right. Right? Yep. Go ahead. Fail. Figure out what you need to do the next time and or, yep. you know, survive in what you did. I yep. mean, there's nothing, as you said before, there is nothing that we are curing by this. Right. Might put a couple yeah. smiles and laughs on people. Uh, yep. Might, uh, you know create some extra emails type of thing but uh nonetheless i still I, say the kind of stuff i'm fun. on air i still do i said it the other day i was like in the middle of doing my my series notes all of a sudden the lights went out on me because they were doing the pregame light show for the for the guys and i was just like <laughs> okay i'll give the rest of these notes in a minute i can't see you right now the lights are out 
I know. I've turned off well, the lights on has, me in here. That has become a prerequisite of uh, what we need to have is desk lamps. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> right, it's yeah. uh, things you don't think about, uh, things that people yep. watching the show don't have any idea, you know, making right. sure sight lines are all good and uh, making sure everything is there so you can read your notes or right, yeah, you know, exactly. making sure you got pens and pencils uh, right. for people and rosters and stats, stats and, and all, all that stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's there's yeah. a lot to it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, like I said, the biggest thing, have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Absolutely. I know I speak for many in that we appreciate everything that you do. I wouldn't want to be the person that has to oversee the streaming part of this and everything, too. If yeah. it's, a if lot there, of it goes right over my head because I'm not the most tech-savvy person. So I There have been plenty of times where... I speak for many when I say we appreciate <laughs> what you do. There have been oh, plenty of times where I've done games, whether I'm just doing them exclusively for iFan or I'm doing a joint broadcast. Where I've been sitting there and I'm I'm going and then I go to break and all of a sudden Craig will come in and you know, like unplug and unplug in about fifteen different things at once and I have no idea what's happening. I like when he gives <laughs> me the how long is this interview? About eight minutes. Okay, perfect. And all of a sudden the box comes out and tape and cables. And... Yeah, exactly. He's done that a few times, yep. especially on the soccer side where I've been sitting there and all of a sudden he leans over and he's and then all of a sudden he's gone again. Now I'm back. Yeah. I'm like, and then I'm like, and then I I say like usually something like Craig, are we okay? Oh yeah, we're good. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of on the fly stuff too, but mm-hmm. it's fun. I mean, it, we, we just sort of, I, I've, I've learned with Craig when he's doing that, there's a reason he's doing it. So I just make sure just I just get out of the way. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I pull off and I'm just like, okay, Craig, do what you got to do. Yep. <laughs> like, it's yeah. hard to, it, what it is, it's hard to teach that stuff too, right? So yeah. a lot of years of playing and knowing what cables and how you can make some things work out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we've had some of those. All of a sudden, everything's great, and then all of a sudden, we're we're live. Where'd you go? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have no audio now. It was just here two minutes ago. Right. All right. right. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and then all the all the all the social media stuff starts. We can't hear you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are not streaming. Yep. You should get that. But I yeah. but I would say a lot of this has changed, and I got to thank all of our sponsors for that too, because that allows me to be able to budget and plan and do some new cameras. Do replace hardware which we ended up doing a lot more this year than i had expected to do uh, as far as our big computers and everything that drive everything but um by doing that and planning and budgeting now i kind of have sets in every place so it's not tear it down carry it to the next spot set it back up that wear and tear and moving around now i come in just kind of flip a couple switches make a couple uh, adjustments and we're on and ready to go for the most part, usually. <laughs> the collaboration is pretty much, it's, it's grown kind of organically in that regard. Right. You know, yeah. because when we started out, when Craig started out, and I know this for a fact because I was there with him, you had to tear it down and carry it to wherever you were going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, we, you know, you've got permanent setups in, at Mertz. You've got a permanent setup over at the high school. I know you have a permanent setup up at Westman. So now you can just show up and be like, okay. As well as at the high school. We yeah. have one out Northwestern, that one a little more of a travel because they still go on the road. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's makes it's it a lot fantastic. Got one in the trailer that's ready to go for uh, remote broadcasts or being on the road, that type of thing. Um, but that there again, it's part of that is planning, and things don't wear down and break as much if you're not right. hauling them around. Yeah. And the great thing is, I have a back seat in my truck now, so. <laughs> I can haul more stuff. <laughs> oh no no no! I, I can Are just you, I don't you have, have to carry all stuff. <laughs> yes. I can carry a small kit uh, just to have a couple extra cables in case 
audio disappears. Channel all of your a inner Dave Williams. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got a cable for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Dave was kind of master of that. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. he was absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, final know. thoughts. It's been a it's been a lot of fun. I can't believe it's been twenty years, but I know. Uh, uh, I've you know and I've been around for about fifteen of it. So um, it's just it's kind of crazy how time flies uh, when you're having fun, and that would be the best way to describe you know how the relationship has been. Um, and but here's to another twenty. Hopefully, we can keep doing this and uh, keep growing it because it, it it's now become you know there it, it was a little it was a little bit haphazard at times at the beginning, and he'll tell you that it's you know there were times where we weren't quite sure how this was going to work, right, or what it was going to look like, or even sound like, or if we, even we were going to be able to get on the air. Now we've gotten pretty consistent with that stuff. Now yeah. we've gotten to the point where we can pretty reliably say, hey, look, game's going to be on. We're going to be on. You know, we'll start the stream usually about 10, 15 minutes ahead of time. So you don't have to worry about that we're not going to be there. So then the, the question then becomes, you know, where do we grow out from here? And I'm 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 really curious to see what the answer is to that question. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pressure's on, Craig. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of plans. You know, there's only so many hours in a day, but uh, I use uh, as many use as I can. Yes. Oh I can. yeah. Absolutely. I hear about it, <laughs> but but yes, I do use as many as I can. So uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. A lot of collaboration, and uh, that's. That's the fun part of it. Mm-hmm. You guys do a great job helping us as well, and uh, so so Thank that's going to be fun. That. And then Thank those you. new folks that are coming in, I love that energy that they have. That gets me kind of fired up too because they want to absorb and learn and right. grow, and that's what's going to fuel for the next for the transition piece. Right you know, is yep. their ideas. These guys with cameras and all the different things that they can tap into and do now. I mean. Most of them can do more stuff on apps than I can dream right. of, you right. know. So, right. yeah, so with yeah. that, uh, that's that's the exciting part for me, and I I really look forward to that piece of it of learning and growing and me learning as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fun. Yep, those are my thoughts. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. We want to thank Craig Marcy from the iFan Sports Network for stopping by. Tom Hansen and his class for tuning us in via the the live stream the that live was stream. hidden on the backside of YouTube. <laughs> so for Craig and for Andrew behind the camera, the big sound Matt Johnson, I am John Garver. Thank you for watching Eye of the Swarm.